Este episodio está patrocinado por nuestros compotas de Casa Humilde Cervecería, cerveza artesanal mexicana, y son del que más los pelados. With a variety of 13 different flavors to choose from, Casa Humilde is located in the District Brewyards, 417 North Ashland in Chicago. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and like their page on Facebook at Casa Humilde Cervecería. To check availability near you, go to www.casahumildechicago.com and make sure you check out their store locator. Ahí nomás le mete su zip code and the nearest store will pop up automatically. Casa Humilde Cervecería. Stay humilde. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance. For all your auto, home, life, business, and trucking insurance services, hit up our boy Ricky Mena at Farmers Insurance at 773-216-3060. Ask Ricky if he can save you some money. Again, 773-216-3060. Farmers Insurance. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. This episode's powered by the Moya Group. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, hit up our good friends Kelly and Sergio at the Moya Group, powered by KW Infinity, specializing in first-time home buyers and programs for ITIN, DECA recipients, and credit as low as 580. For more information, go like their page on Facebook at the Moya Group, or feel free to reach out at 708-655-4994. Again, we highly recommend the Moya Group, making dreams come true, one home at a time. This episode's powered by Miche's La Curva, a handcrafted Miche mix with all natural ingredients, ready to mix into your favorite cerveza or mixed drink recipe. For orders, reach out to at Miche's La Curva on Instagram and Facebook. When you buy two bottles of Miche mix, mention El Guac Pod and you get a free 8-ounce spicy candy. This offer is valid until April 2021. This episode's powered by AMG. Aguacate Music Group is your one-stop shop for all your music needs. Cuentan con servicios de música en vivo, DJs, iluminación, pantallas, photo booths, todo lo que necesitas para tu próximo evento. For all of our musicians out there, they also offer graphic design, photo shoots, live videos, and rehearsal rooms. Go like them on Facebook at Aguacate Music Group or on Instagram at Aguacate Records. You can call and book your next session at 773-301-9083. This episode is brought to you by Nana's Sweets and Flowers. At Nana's Sweets and Flowers, they offer a variety of handmade sweets and floral arrangements to your preference. Their products are customized for your event from every flavor and color to make your special occasion memorable. They are located in the northwest suburbs of Chicago and delivery is available. Place your order now for that special occasion and become part of the Nana Sweets and Flowers family. Make sure to follow them on Instagram and like their page on Facebook at nanas.sweetsandflowers. They are now taking orders for Valentine's Day. All orders do require a deposit. Also, when you do place your order, mention El Guac Pod and receive six chocolate-covered strawberries for free. Offer valid till 42021. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, mis compas. Carlos Rodríguez. What's up, everybody? Yo soy Jesse, el grandote. What's good, what's good? This is your guy, Fry, from Fry El Guy Designs. There you go. Mis compas, today, we're very happy that you guys are joining us. Um, falling into the category of the non-musicians that we are going to have every season. Uh, hoy nos tocan un, un par de hermanos, unos hermanos que también tenemos 
una buena cantidad de años conociéndonos, este, viéndonos después de los bailes. I'm pretty sure all you guys have been to at least one of them. Guilty. Yeah. 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 Um, all guilty. So, uh, But aside from, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no me voy a adelantar para no toda la gente. No People already caught on to People already know. But, but aside from, uh, you know, the business people, the restaurant business, I think they, they have a little... Uh, taken to the music and the cultural side of uh, music side y es algo que, que quiero hablar con ellos porque es algo interesante que no nomás solamente es de los bailes uh, de los nightclubs or anything but they interpret they incorporate a lot of uh, mariachi music a lot yeah. of acoustic they have, algo de la cultura mexicana they have uh, beautifully evolved into 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 a, a a very nice brand as far as uh, the 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 mariachi scene Uh, what they've done, and that's of late. Um, we're going to start um, with the timeline. Ahorita que los presentemos, les denle una bienvenida a nuestros buenos amigos David and Eric Suárez, los hermanos Suárez. Welcome, welcome. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, well served. Ready oh, to talk. Yeah, the beer opened me you guys up. Like, uh, you guys like the, the, the aroma of the room, of course, as well. <laughs> a Christmas tree that was yeah. in here. Yeah. It's very earthy. Very earthy, very nice. We just wrapped up our Christmas stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. How are you guys, man? Uh, we're very, very happy to have you guys here. Um, you know, we had, we had talked initially on season one. Um, we've like I always mentioned, siempre he tenido una lista. Eh, the category for me initially was the restaurants. Right. Um, as far as where where do you go after a baile? Where do you go after a tocada? <laughs> as the músicos as well. It's not it's not just la gente que va a bailar, sino los músicos que van a tocar. And it's you know two three in the morning, and then paramos en comales. O sea, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casi tacos, es, eso tacos, es de ley. The tacos are like yeah, that has to be yeah. there. It's after a must. The you need something it's greasy. You yeah. need something yeah. with bread. You need something, but uh, I, I think you guys were more iconic because you, you one of the biggest nightclubs was in, in the area, which was in Noa Noa, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Nitros and <laughs> Sundays, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so whoever, I think it was a little bit more iconic where we used to just swing by going back home, back to the city. The sure. guys that, that didn't live in, in the suburbs. Oh, Comales is right there. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was, a, it's a, it's a great thing. It's a great chain. Um, más que nada, para la gente que no sepa, este, our, our friends here, they're the guys at Los Comales in Melrose Park and in Elgin. Yes. And a lot more that we're going to get into, but we're going to start yeah. with Los Comales. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys are part of our music scene, man. Um, <laughs> así como a lo mejor no tiene nada que ver, I mean, yeah. tiene todo que ver. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is that how you guys feel as far as all these years? First of all, how many years has it been with Comales? So, 22 years, I think. There you 1998. Go. Oh. Oh, 20, yeah, we'll be 23 years in May. Wow, yeah. congrats. So 1998? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you 1998, much. yeah, my dad, mom started it. I was 14, 13 years old. Yeah, you just Eric, gave you away your like, age, man. Yeah, he's giving me. You just gave away your age, bro. <laughs> But, uh, no, yeah, 22 years, man, and we grew up the same way that a lot of people grew up, like going there after drinking you yeah. know, when you were younger, and, and it was a scene. It was like C and B scene, and it was uh, exciting, like when we were younger, to see that many people at 2 or 3 in the morning Almost, you know, having a good time, but it was, it was definitely, it was part of the scene in music. I remember Noah's or Nitro. I mean, we're 24 hours on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, yeah. all night. 24 hours. 24 hours. So, Shit. you know, you get the phone call at four in the morning, like, hey, something went down. And, people, you know, it, it, it's just wild. Many, many years. And then, unfortunately, obviously, COVID. But 
Um, that's yeah. A lot of big bands went through there. We see the buses pull up and nice. It was exciting. I, I was about to say like not only just the customers the that would go, but the musicians that for would sure. pass by like for after sure. the gigs and yeah. Boom. No, we met a lot of cool artists like that, and you see the bus pull up and everyone would get excited. The waitresses, but then even <laughs> us, like you know, like coming late into the music scene. Right. You'd see a bus. You're like, well, who the fuck are those guys? But they'd come in and then everyone would flock to them. So um, we grew up the same way. We were young and we it was exciting to see that vibe. And, you know, as a cat on the cash register and people show up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, very fortunate, you know, 22 years in Ecomales and Maros Park and and definitely that like nightlife you know, <laughs> yeah, scene yeah. where Big people, of people it, have, huh? yeah, a lot of fun stories and crazy right. stories. Anybody, but, anybody you starstruck, like walking in, you're like, oh, wait, I know who this guy is. You know, but, uh, any anybody on the top of your head, like, like, damn, OK, but I'm still going to yeah. charge you seven ninety nine for your thumbs Especially after listening to like the Alacranes uh <laughs> podcast yeah. <laughs> i remember que paz de la sierra showed up one time and they were like when duranguense that's when like it was yeah. Yeah. and i remember they showed up and my dad was like dude que paz de la sierra bracero musical lived like six seven yeah yeah like, houses uh, away yeah. from Don Juan Loredo used yeah. To yeah. right around the corner so you, you know that was especially for melrose park the scene is very durango focused true yeah so <laughs> when that duranguense vibe was going on and it's still going on but back when it was like popping popping mm-hmm. yeah alacranes braceros que paz so it was exciting, but starstruck. I think you'd be starstruck. You, you know, I was 15, 16 years old. You'd be starstruck when you know a bunch of girls showed up, like you know, <laughs> just as much as you know. So, yeah. so, yeah. but um, like, what up, girl? Yeah. And then both of you guys uh, at one point did work that that graveyard shift. We that both that, done the graveyard shift. Oh, and, and honestly, a couple you, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you grow up during that that, yeah. that graveyard shift quickly. You know? yeah. yeah, quickly because you. You know, you see things, you get there at three, four in the morning, you've seen these people walk in all drunk, and you're all right, you know, let's take care of them, let's get them some food. And, yeah, yeah, you know. and get them the hell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But definitely, like, it's a huge appreciation for that, like, whole yeah. vibe, because like, during the day, it's families, and it's people going in, by menudo, whatever, tacos. Yeah. And then at night, it's a whole different vibe. It's like it transformed, but it was so lively. It is so lively right. and energetic that it was like, you know, it was fun, man. And it, like Eric said, it was feeding these you know th- these people that sometimes was us when you're out drinking hey, you, need course, some, yeah. you need of some course. food before you, you go home cool, yeah. man. so it's you know it's a pleasure to do it especially when you're proud of the food that you serve right. and yeah. the drinks yeah. that you put out so um but yeah 22 years there in comal de Maros park it's been how many fun. how many years you guys out in elgin uh we opened five years later so 18, okay. years. 18 years wow yeah, that's good math, right? Now. Yeah, like 17 years, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a wow, like, wow, this guy's... Yeah, and, and then, you know, Elgin's a whole different area for everybody. It's a different scene out there, and the people were, yeah. like, welcomed us, like, with open arms, had a line out the door. I, th- You know, I was nice. freshman in college, and I'd come home and work, and it was it was nice to have a family-style restaurant that people can go to, but also we close at 3 in the morning, so they have a place called La, La Movida, mm-hmm. and, a, and a couple yeah, other spots in Elgin for the music scene. Uh, but Elgin's just so big, man. You know, it's a hundred thousand people. You know, I would take a delivery sometimes, like from our restaurant in Elgin, to go to the South Elgin. South, correct. Thirty-five minutes. Oh, so it's huge. It's, the the yeah. whole area—it's just a vast area. But luckily, man, it's been great out there too. It's a big Muchos location. Para la gente de Elgin. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, Elgin. I, I a lot of these suburbs right now are just so. Uh, I don't want to call it up and coming because it's been sure. up and coming, but. Um, la, la, la raza, la gente está creciendo mucho allí. Yeah. So you're seeing a lot more of, um, you know, our culture out there and, and our, yeah. our race more than anything. No, and I would. I give, bet it was different 18 years ago. It was, and I would give my dad a lot of credit. Like, I who would 
thing to go to fucking forty five minutes west of where we grew up. Right. Yeah. But he saw the need for a family style Mexican restaurant, and he didn't. You know, the the location there probably seats one hundred and fifty people. It's a big big spot. Yeah. Yeah. No, my bigger. We've been to that one. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and so the vision to say, hey, you know what? There's a lot of raza that need good food. They want a family style restaurant. And it was an it was a restaurant that was open already. It was a Greek diner. And my okay, dad went yeah. in there. Is like, hey, I want to buy your place. I want it. I want it. Yeah, want it. yeah. yeah. no, and one. that's yeah. you know, and that's characterized our family, especially my dad. Like, when he wants to do something, he's gonna make it happen. You know, and right. luckily we've gotten to be a part of the ride. Right. But also, you know, a lot of the stuff falls on us, on Eric, myself, or my mother, and the huge you know amount of people that help us do the stuff that we do. But yeah, Elgin's a different monster, but it's a beautiful one, man. It's 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 a very yeah. lively community. For Once sure. I heard 150 people, I think we're gonna do a Wiley out in Comales. Next Wiley, Comales. Amen. And then also, you guys. Um, well, for me, it was kind of I, I didn't know at first. Um, not only did you guys have the or have the Comales and Melrose. Estadio is also affiliated with you guys, of course. Or you guys are the owners of what was Estadio. Sorry. Yeah, correct. So yeah. my dad, our dad bought it. It's our dad. It's my dad, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say my dad, and then my brother's like, oh, yeah, every, oh, every, I'm your brother. Yeah, always always me out, man. Like, yeah. always. What do you know that I don't know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I, know I, I know I look different, but what? come on, bro. <laughs> he got colored eyes and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Wait, before that, did he ever, like, bully you when you were young? Like, it is a oh, cartero, it is a lachero. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, what, what older brother doesn't tell their younger brother, man, you know? <laughs> like, you were adopted, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. they didn't really want you. You were an accident. Why do you have curly hair, you weirdo? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no I forgot the question. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, my, so we grew up across the street from El Estadio. It's on 22nd Avenue in Melrose Park, for okay. those that don't know. But we bought it, or my parents bought it. We were very young because it was next door to Comales. So we wanted the parking lot. And it's a crazy story. My dad hasn't drank in 30 years. Okay. But he wanted that parking <laughs> okay. lot and he thought he could do something different with El Estadio. It was called Melrose Billiards before that. And before that was an Italian restaurant. So, the you know, Melrose Park, the community was changing. Yeah. yeah. And so he bought it and he had, he has a brother named Alejandro, which he was in the music scene. My uncle Alex was, is awesome. Like okay. very like hustler, showed us a lot. Yeah. And he, my tío Alejandro ran El Estadio, but my dad was, you know, he was the owner. Right. Um, and then my tío Alejandro eventually retired. And then it kind of fell on me. Eric was a little bit too young at that time. I was too young to run a bar, but my dad put me there. It was awesome. But um, like, and, 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 and at that time, uh, it was a billar. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. at that time it uh, it on billar and it yeah. was uh, I mean, a successful one. I mean, there was it was always full, man. Yeah. It was poppy. I mean, I remember yeah, it being yeah, yeah. pool was huge back in the day. Oh yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think it's kind of coming back a little bit. Sure, but pool was so big yeah. back in the day. People yeah. would get there. We'd have tournaments on the weekends. Yeah. Even weekdays would get packed during the awesome. day. And then like <laughs> then everyone playing dominoes on the side. You lost the pool tournament. Mesitas, so it's like, right? oh well, you know what? Let's play domino. Yeah, dominoes. see, you want to you know have to play dominoes. <laughs> no, and, and same thing. And you know, with with that whole like uh, Duranguense, like all the singers, like yeah. singers would go. People would go just drink pool. beer, drink yeah. Play, you know, play billiards, billiard, it play dominoes. It was a getaway. It was a getaway for yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. as far as, yeah. like, having, you know, you have your neighborhood bars, sure. como, como antes donde dicen, hey, voy a ir a la barra, acá en la esquina. You yeah. know, you have your neighborhood ones. But your your estadio, el estadio was a getaway, at least for me. Oh, thank you. Because thank when, you I, when I would go there, like, hey, let's go play pool. I'm like, I don't know how to play pool. 
I just fucking hit the balls. Well, yeah. Okay. You like to drink better. Than <laughs> but I like to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to drink and then, <laughs> and then go next door and get some tacos. You know? Yeah. yeah. So that so that's how this started happened, and then it you know eventually evolved into evolved, yeah. when we did the bailes. Yeah. You then know, you guys that's got when we met you guys. Correct. Yeah. And now it's you know a different business now tequileria, but now it's, it's tequileria. It, but it's uh, definitely and that's what we always try to do with everything is evolve. What's new? How to re not reinvent, but how do you stay true to the trends coming up and. And what you want to do, you know, what what identifies like us as a family, like, you know, okay, El Villar just kind of faded out. Okay, let's do bailes. And that's how we met a ton of people um, and really Very got introduced cool. to like Mexican, Mexican culture and yeah. the regional music that we love so much. But it was definitely like a culture eye opening experience for me and probably Eric, too. Oh, yeah. It was like our first introduction into like really who we are is a culture like the mexican culture just like slammed us at once so, you know? so did yeah. you think like wait i have i have to like this music because it's like it was what it was just it kind of came to Dude, us it, huh? was, it, it was like it was already inside yeah and okay, it just right. fucking like you hear the norteño you hear the fucking tuba and it's just like dude this is so, who we are right. you know like this <laughs> yeah. is like yeah. you know we are norteño corrido, you're, so you're also mariachi yeah. Yeah, yeah you know it's like a we try to be well-rounded but definitely was our first like shock into not shock, but first introduction to like the regional side because we grew up different. You know, it was different in Melrose Park back then. It was very Italian, and then we went to school in Elmhurst with very Irish. So it was beautiful. Honestly, it was so good that we were able to live that out with the estadio and the bailes and the billar and los albures and the OG guys drinking <laughs> yeah, at the bar, yeah. chavelas, and like yeah. it was a a learning experience. You know, a lot of things I. Wish I didn't do that time, but right, right. but a lot of things that you learn from, yeah, <laughs> a lot of things you learn from that you know. Not, not me, I was no, good. I was we're good. Not yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna say it right here. No, yeah. but I think it's uh, it's another part of the schooling, like the street schooling. Yes, uh, that, yeah. that was part. And of then it. sometimes you know, as a my my father immigrated here, you know, a lot of things that they probably sheltered us from, right. but they didn't right. want you to see or do or you know, las pedas de tres días that a lot of you know you know <laughs> in our culture. Yeah, then you see it like live and you see these guys that but it was a real eye-opening experience. It was a beautiful one to meet these people and understand like really like those were our customers at Comales. Right. These were yeah. people in the community that you know we maybe didn't talk to or grow like grow up with like and have like a personal relationship with. But you, you once you talk to them and they're real, you learn from that and you learn from them. So it was honestly one of the best experiences having that, you know, El Estadio, the yeah. music. Just the whole vibe of that, especially when it was popping like that, like right. when you guys were doing merenderos, and it was fun, man. It was fun. It, it was a good. It was a good era at that. It time. was. Yeah. yeah. What People, years were those when that? Oh, no, so bad with time. Dude, man. me and Eric were talking about this. Everybody comes on your podcast and like, and it's those and Mayo, 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 Pres, those Like, what are you? I don't even know what I have for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. But I would I'm, say it was about eight years ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Around yeah. that. I'm so bad with Let's not do math. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't math with us, man. Okay. But yeah, that was a good era. You know what? That that's awesome. I didn't really when I was thinking about you guys. I didn't really think about that part because you guys did grow up in uh, the Elmhurst area is the right. way you, yeah. you were telling me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so being that you're getting that, it's a lot of knowledge, you know, porque aparte de la gente joven at, at the Villar, at the Estadio, I imagine it was señores, señores que trabajadores yeah. que se yeah. van a sure. el fin de semana. And then you're getting all these, these, I imagine, great 
stories from Mexico and what they did. And, and it's just a lot of stuff that for you guys, it's kind of like alienated. Like, what the fuck? Really? Let's, let's not yeah. talk about the Mexican remedies. Yeah, too, no, you know? we, we heard a lot. Oh, yeah, no. oh, man. I'm like, dude, guys, just go to a doctor. You don't have to do that. Okay. Which I won't get into detail, but you don't you, need You to... put Chile where? And what? What is but, that? Oh, my but, God. But, you know, yeah. I, I even saw that, like, my, my dad definitely appreciated the stories that we would tell him that we heard at El Estadio yeah, because it, it's it's a part of who we are as a Mexican-American yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, when you're old enough to, like, you know, understand it and not take it, you know, at, for its word, but, like, just learn from it and why these remedies were in place. Yep. In, yeah. in a rancho, like, yeah, man, they didn't have fucking doctors sometimes, man, and they need to figure it out. Yeah. So you definitely appreciate that culture side of it and those stories. But definitely some of the things I'd be like scratching my head up or I'd go home and be like, I don't understand like, why right. they would do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely saw it was like a bonding experience for, I think for us and my dad to see that side. Cause that's our culture too, man. There's the good and the bad. Yeah. There's, you know, yeah. there's a, you know, he can only, like you said, he can only t- uh, pretty much tell you guys so much. Right. So when you're hearing it from someone else, yeah, and no, it's like, you no. know, and then you would hear the stories, which is hilarious. There's a guy, I want to say his name, but cool. there was a guy there that he, you know, he'd be like, oh, tu papa. Oh, man. Cuando nos poníamos, I never seen my dad drink in my life because he, he hasn't drank in 30 years. So then these yeah. guys were OGs that would drink with my dad. So then yeah. as a son and, you know, my dad's been on it for 30 years, like nonstop work. And you hear these stories when he was younger, like going out. It's cool, man, because that's a part yeah. of who we are, too. Like, you know, it's it, it's not just the you know, it, it's just a it's a part of our story or it's a part of what I. You know, now I have kids and Eric will have kids soon, too, I'm sure. And it's like, what do you want to no, 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 A couple more drinks, who knows? Make him another one. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's part of who you are. I'm coming home, baby. I'm coming home. But, uh, yeah, no, so El Estadio was a lot of things, man. It was a great learning, learning experience. There yeah. For you. It was, yeah. yeah. So you would say, like, as a culture shock a little bit. That kind of It thing. was, man, yeah. because, you know, the, even the the Villar side, then it went to the Baile side where we met people like Levada Chicago, Ivan, or, uh, Ivan, yeah. or, or we Ivan. met, you know, uh, the guys from After Party, or, you know, you just ran into so many different so people. So many people. And they're yeah. so different. Everybody did things so different. And, and I think for us, it was cool because... Like negotiating with people like that when you have everything on the table like they were i think they were used to getting burned by other places oh, or yeah, like yeah. hustled dude we just wanted to have our place busy like we didn't care about like, like it was a very and that's why i think we still work with a lot of people that we met in that era because we just don't that's that's who we are we're on the table transparent and it was awesome meeting that many people. There was a guy named Cheerio. Do you remember that guy? I remember Cheerio. That's yeah. how we got into. Oh, that's how yeah. we started yeah. doing bailes. That's right. Shout out Cheerio. Cheerio. If you're watching this right. Cheerio. Yeah. Straight up. Wow. He, I met him through Banda Real. Yes. Yeah. Would, so the first couple of bailes that we would do, we had all the fucking pool tables everywhere. And then you guys would show up and we'd play, put you guys like in the back by with a... Like the, it a little side room kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like a little yeah, side yeah. room. Yeah, you guys would play room. right there, and the sound would be horrible. Like we would have our own sound, and Cheerio would I take didn't it. Say that. No, <laughs> I would. I'll tell you the truth. I remember Cheerio. You know, he was a he was a great promoter. He was very funny. Had a big circle of friends, but. He'd be like, oh, yo llevo los cables, I'll take the speaker. And I'm like, and then eventually nothing would show up. Or, wow. But he would take the people. Sure and he would take man. you guys. So, yeah, but I, I do remember the little leather covers of the, of the or you. Over the pool table. Yeah, over the pool table. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, yeah. you had to improvise because it's like, okay, this is dead space. Like, yeah. and you don't want people spilling on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive yeah, yeah. to switch yeah, yeah. that out. When I first uh, heard, oh, I thought he was doing violence, I'm like, Dude, oh. they're gonna drop some shit on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got there, you guys had like little mats on. I'm like, oh, this is fucking genius. Innovative. <laughs> My father. Yeah. My dad's like it, he just figures yeah. stuff out. It's not like 
Always thinking how you, yes, not no. Like, how can you uh, figure it out? How can you make it happen? Mm-hmm. And he, dude, he's got a very creative mind. So, yeah. Oh, these covers, we would do boxing and we'd cover the tables up. People oh, watching your the boxing, boxing events. Were yeah, hits, they were man. fun. Huge yeah. Boxing events. yeah. And yeah, it was like the era place. of Marquez and Pacquiao. It was awesome. Like, it was, Even, boxing was, it so, was boxing. You still do like the Chavez area? Oh, oh, oh yeah, probably. yeah, right. That was before, oh. probably when like I when started. You guys were? Oh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. but wink, my, wink. my era, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my era was Marquez, Pacquiao. Yeah, Canelo was just coming up, so it was definitely yeah. we learned a lot there, and it was awesome. We met a lot of cool people, and then kind of introduced me at least into like the music scene. Then now we do different type of music, but right. but definitely was like a, a culture inter- shock yeah. for sure. That's actually sure. a good talent that that your dad has. So not not a lot of people could have that uh, that knowledge. The on the spot thing of, of incorporating like oh vamos a poner un biche una tabla aquí and then boom all right to table and yeah. we, we want to protect my shit uh, but improvising at the same time I think that's just yeah. a big talent you it's know? a it's like a we call it like una mexicanada like on the fly <laughs> yeah, how do you yeah. figure it out yeah, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't take no for an answer so it's like either you figure it out he's gonna figure or it out. he's gonna figure it out yeah. right and you want to be the hero or you want to be the fucking you know guy in the corner that didn't do his shit so yeah. Yeah. it's uh we're fortunate and we learn a lot from wow. my old man that's badass yeah yeah, yeah no cool. it's awesome he's awesome yeah. it's a great great way of thinking if you're gonna be the hero or the fucking guy or the, the guy getting yeah because you know he has it in his head he <laughs> yeah. knows how he's yeah. gonna do like, it he already, yeah. he already knows like I'm when gonna... you told him the issue here he figured it out yeah. but he's like Oh, hey, try to figure it out. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Why were you going to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how would you do it? It's like, oh, here we go. I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anxiety goes up. Yeah. yeah. And, that's a, um, and then from there, the, uh, I'm sorry, um, Estadio evolves in, and and then the Quereria is born. Yeah. Estadio um, closes and we're like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> originarios de Jalisco, tengo entendido. Bueno, yeah. uh, tu papá. Yeah, fathers from Jalisco, from un pueblito se llama Juan Acatlán. Atlanta, and okay. he immigrated here. My mom's from a small town in Nuevo León, se llama Cerralbo. But okay. she was born in California. My grandparents were migrant uh, pickers, so they would go pick grapes, potatoes. Okay. And then she had she was fortunate enough to be born in Bakersfield, California. Nice. And then dad okay. moved here when we were 17. But always that Jalisco vibe. That's where we would go back to Jalisco for vacations. That's where we have a house now. We're yeah, the majority of our family that we grew up with in Mexico is in Jalisco. Jalisco. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and maybe like 45 minutes outside of the airport there in Guadalajara. So oh, okay. north, south, dude. Uh, I got, I, like, we got lost coming here to Midway. <laughs> dude, dude, don't yeah. try to tell me about Mexico. Again, ask Siri where we went because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope yeah, my dad yeah. doesn't watch. Just we're like, north oh, of we're God. north of the Lago de Chapala. <laughs> That's in the, yeah. Yeah. If that, if, if that yeah. helps. Okay, so, you're, you're so there's. A, I gotta look at Jesse because I'm the same way. Like, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is that right, Jesse? Well, our family's from from Jalisco. We're from where it's about 45 minutes, but it's by Lago de Chapala. Oh, no, no, Chapala? we're by Lago de Chapala. So yeah. we're from Pochitlan. Yeah, we're like so beautiful. Yeah, we're like 35, 40 minutes from uh from Lago de Chapala. Okay. Yeah. So okay. but so yeah, so then Agave, my grandfather grew agave. Nice. You know, okay, that's where to, I was to going. grow to grow agave, you know, to for tequila, it has to be from pretty much almost it's all Jalisco, and then it bleeds into some of the other states around it. Okay. But so then everybody grow grows agave because that's the only place that's where you can grow to make tequila. So that's kind of where tequileria. My, and my dad had that vision years before. Like, I want to open up a high end place. I want to open up a place with like a little different vibe with music, but definitely tequila focus. Yeah. And we've always liked tequila. We've always drank. We sure tequila. have. We yeah. sure have. Yeah. But it's you know when you hear how beautiful the art of making tequila is, like, there's how can you not like it? Right, you know, and right. when you see people shoot it cool, that's all right. But like, it takes seven years to grow the plant. 
Yeah. Agave yeah. takes seven years. You know, yes. so if you wanted to make bourbon, if you want to make gin, you can make it in a day or two, man. Or maybe bourbon, you got to age it in the barrel. Yeah. But it's the long, it's the only process you can compare it to is like a wine. And yeah. wines are seasonal and they're yearly. Mm-hmm. So tequila for me, like once I started learning about it and we hired a badass general manager, his name is Elliot Acosta. Like, oh, man. He was, he's a genius. Oh, and he's so professional. So and, and honestly, he made the idea what it is. Yeah. Okay. You know, we've been closed since COVID started because honestly, it, it, that space, if it's, it needs to be busy because it's a vibe in there. It's right. like a, it's like, right. it's in, it's, Encantador, like you're in there and you get like sucked in, man, with yeah. the music and the ambiance. Yeah. And oh. I'm saying that as a customer, like when I go in there, like it's hard to not just like get in I'm, it. I'm a faithful customer. I'm a faithful yeah, customer. So <laughs> I, 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 you know what? Elliot's one of those type of people that you go to a place and Elliot's like, what do you like? Well, what, what, what do you like to drink? Or, no, or, yeah. or romantic? And, 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 like he, he finesses me, yeah. and I'm like, I love you. Here's my number. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like whoa, Elliot, dude. He, Elliot, yeah, no, oh, my oh, man, yeah. man, out there, no, like, he like, is. No, let me get another. Let me get another. Truly a professional, and he yeah. loved tequila too. So we just like, and then my dad's vision of having a high end place, and we wanted to do it in Melrose Park. That's where we were born. That's where we were raised. Like it, the area deserves a nice place not you know we love having the biad or the cantinas too like i love drinking at all different types of bars yeah well we want to do something different because i think the people most part deserved something different too that yeah. people would invest but you into a spot like that wouldn't you see that as a as a obstacle i mean i i know your family mm-hmm. you guys got to figure it out so the concept you know hands down is by far awesome you oh, know you. walk in there it's it's beautiful you. you know but Knowing como es un mexicano, yeah. stern, uh, mulos, you yeah. know, they're just like, they want their, they, they want their consistency. They want the same thing, what they've had yeah. for like the last 30 years. So you throw, you throw something, you throw them a curveball yeah. and you say like, what the fuck? Well, I, I think the big, the big thing with that was like, we had El Estadio because people were just getting here, just migrating from Mexico. It's right. something in your like home. Like a cantina. Like, 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 a cantina. like, like yeah. our tacos from you know, tacos from comales, very traditional. Right. You, it's what you had from home. Right. But now we're moving into okay. Now we're going with the second, third generation of people that were here. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, what's their vibe? No, it's English and Spanish, and it's yeah. this kind of food. And now you're sipping tequila, and it's just like a whole different thing you wanted yeah. to go with, and you know, create and kind of go with how right. it's moving. No, and, and honestly, and I heard Ivan from Plevada say this: like, yeah. you want to go do something or go to a place that you would like personally, not just uh, as a business. Like, we don't want right. to sell stuff. That we don't like. Like, I don't yeah. want to sell food that I won't eat myself or won't serve my kids. Yeah. And like, we're yeah. proud of what we do. So, same thing with the Kiliria. Like, I want to do something that we're proud of. Mm-hmm. And yes, we could have opened it up in Elmhurst, Oak Park, or go to the, gone to the city. Right, right, and I right. think it would have been successful as well. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to do where we're from. Like, that's part of who we are. And yes, you, you run into stubborn people, but <laughs> like, people evolve too, man. Like, you know, you want to be somewhere different and you want to be somewhere new. And yeah, it's, it's about, evolving and i think that's always been something my dad's pushed on us too like it's it's you have to keep growing you can't make the same mistake twice like show them a good time and show them why you're doing it but some people are going to like it and then some people are not right yeah and that's why we built it very small too it's only seats like 72 people because yeah, we know it's yeah. a niche place you know yeah, yeah. and you know but same thing with tequila and the cocktails and you know you got to dress them up beautifully because it's the instagram world that we live in <laughs> yeah <laughs> Medium and now, picture. You know, right so it's it's about blending the two cultures the immigrant culture and the mexican-american culture that we that we how we grew up i was supposed now when you yeah. guys made the change uh to tequileria was it ever an issue the fact that you guys were going to potentially lose the the clientele of so many years of estadio 
for sure, man. Honestly, it was tough. Like, you know, I remember the regulars being like, "Was what are we gonna do? Like, where are we gonna go? Yeah, but at that point yeah. too, like we were already transitioning, losing pool tables, doing bailes. We're not. It was more of a bar than a than a billiards, but for sure it was a thought. Like those guys, we'd see them every day. They, you know, the Mexican bar scene is okay. You get off of work at four thirty. You go to the bar at the Chingos Unas Chaves with your with your boys, and then you're yeah. home at seven, eight o'clock for dinner. Yeah, and rinse and repeat. And for sure, and they gave us shit, man. People that you know we really respected and love, but we understood we were taking something away from them. And they're like, well, "Where are we gonna yeah. go?" Yeah. The place was around. The study was probably around fifteen years, something right. like that. Right. So, right. Okay. yeah. So we yeah. felt, you know, but what's the what's the flip side of that? We're gonna close because we're not busy anymore, or we can evolve and adapt and change and invest and do something different. And then some of these dudes eventually came around with their wives, going yeah. to tequileria, <laughs> enjoying yeah. a different. Not all of them. But to enjoy a different vibe, yeah, yeah, you know, and you, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not making money on it, like it was, uh, yeah, the, you know, las críticas te van a llegar. But right. if you can't pay your bills, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta adapt, you gotta change. And that's what we did there. You know, yeah. and, we, and we always wanted to do that, man. Tequila is very close to our family and our heart. Yeah, and we knew it was time. And my dad, even for me, man, it was tough to like go to uh, el estadio because you know you we, we grew up there. Like that was right. our vibe. Yeah. But then, you know, you start thinking about like, this could be really awesome. And it is awesome. Like blending the two cultures and being a tequileria where you have these musicians singing English, English and Spanish. And you have Jesus Ramos with a mariachi singing Frank Sinatra. Like, yeah, that's how, you know, it's just a different vibe that uh, I think people appreciate. Right. And for us, it's a, you know, it, it's a business first, but it's also a passion project. We fucking love that place. Like it's 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 who we are. So, you know, it, it definitely people didn't love it. Some people, but then other people were like, I can't believe you guys did this. This is so dope. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, a, it's a very unique uh, idea. And it's kind of uh, as as maybe um, how can I say this as ironic, I guess. I don't know. If that's the word we you don't expect it in Melrose Park and you don't expect yeah. it where it's, uh, you sure. know, 100 percent Mexican owned kind of thing. It's kind yeah. of. You expect it somewhere where uh, un, un Americano is going to do it, somewhere in Oak Brook or something like that. Y es el coraje that we're, our family's always had, I guess, because it's like, well, why can't we do this? Right. Why, why do mm -hmm. we have to wait for a big American investor to put money behind somebody to open up a concept like this? Like, right. yeah. let's yeah. do it ourselves. And really, my dad, man, I mean, because I'm, I try, you know, me and my dad have a very good, and Eric and my dad too, but, like, but it's like a yin yang. Like, you know, he's got one mindset, we have another one, but we, we never offend each other with our ideas because we're trying to do what's best for the family and yeah. you know at, at the, and for our employees and for everybody but at the end of the day we got to you know blend what we're doing and i think that's what the big thing was with with, with tequileria just trying to figure out like is melrose park the right place yeah man this is where we're from it deserves it but definitely you could pick it up and place it somewhere else and i think it'd be cool too be successful. Right. but it's not that's not what we that's not why we did tequileria we wanted it in melrose park if not we wouldn't have done it yeah, yeah. It's shout, out to, shout out to yeah. Jesus Ramos, man. I used to always so go awesome. to his. his I invited shows, him tonight right. to come through and like you'd be like our one entourage <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's playing at the Mexican Museum of Art tonight. Yeah, ah, nice. 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 yeah, yeah. he's yeah, yeah. super talented and honestly. Talk to about Jesus. Talk, talk to us about him because yeah, yeah. I know he oh. works with you guys a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like everything that we do, like it's. Eric, and if you want to jump in, I feel like I'm talking a little bit much. It's the beer, man. Once you start drinking, yeah, I... Hey, it's not good. No, no, no. You're doing well. Go for it. Kill it, kill it, man. Kill it, kill it. No, but, uh, right. Okay, thank you. You're, you're, you're having so much beer. You might go to the bathroom soon. I'll have my shine. Don't worry about me. True. But, uh, like, give, you give him another beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Got to break the seal. Uh, but uh, dude, Ramos is a uh, talent, and he's... Uh, 
you know, when we opened Tequileria up, I think it was the right time for him too, where he was a mariachi singer, yeah. but also wanted to do kind of what he's doing now, which I think he might have started a lot of it with us, but yeah. doing like like the Frank Sinatra or doing yeah. like even like Tennessee whiskey. Have you heard him sing Tennessee whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Oh my I heard him. It's, it's like, beautiful. He's, he's really <laughs> yeah, it's no, truly no. art. And, and it's and that's why we opened Tequileria to do stuff like that. But he way. is a super talented singer. He's a great person. Mm-hmm. He um. And, you know, eventually, like, like everything that we do, like, we, we've become friends, like, like same thing with the yeah. guy, you know, some of the guys that you guys have had on here, like, we do things, I think, the, the the transparent way where it's like, dude, Ramos, this is what the agreement is. And he's like, dude, you don't have to tell me. I know that you guys are going to take care of me. Right. And sometimes, like, dude, I need you to do something for free. And he's down because yeah. it's a give and take. But he's so talented, man. And we've gotten so much from him. And I, you know, we try to, it has to be, you know, give, right, and, right, you know, right. give and take. But he mm-hmm. is a unbelievable singer that i love hearing sing yeah and people love him man and he's smooth man he's smooth, <laughs> yeah, smooth charismatic such a talent. Charismatic. he has that crooner like voice like yeah it was really good. you know and and that's I, I just it's very about what we do it's that mexican-american vibe that, that i love modern, the right. modern thing that yeah, second like, third generation right yeah you know, it's at, it's it's at noon you know we don't only speak english we don't only speak spanish right. you know yeah. he has those also and we, we're going to incorporate that into the music también. you know it's beautiful and yeah. that's that's usually what, what i like about his repertoire the jesus ramos when you go see him he'll he'll sing you know una romantica he'll sing a mariachi song and then he throws you a curveball bro <laughs> yeah. like well, he blew me away one time at Tequileria. He started singing a music soul child song. Oh, and I'm like, holy nice. fuck. Yeah. Have you heard him sing No Diggity? Oh, hell no. Yeah. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. hell he's no. singing a guitar and he's like, <laughs> what? Dude, badass. <laughs> and that's like, I love that. And like, yeah. even like Jesse Garcia, she plays at our bar and, or, you know, Tequileria and she sings um, a Kanye West song. And you're just like, uh. yeah, dude, like, this is how. Our age group, right, right. Even right. though Jesse's a, Jesse Jesse tried claiming he was a little bit younger than us, <laughs> <laughs> he did say that in the beginning. He's not younger than us. Okay, one of the oldest dudes in the room. Fuck, shit, <laughs> But that, that's just yeah. No, Ramos is a beast, man. Yeah. Lucky we've got him on Mexico and Corazon. Yeah, a tour that my you know my my father started. He's just a absolute beast and a pleasure to a get to see him sing, but also be a, a friend of his. Yeah. yeah. I was very interested in in in, in, in Jesus. We're gonna we're gonna touch on him again. Uh, he's on our future list as well. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> technically, technically, no one knows from the future. Yeah. Uh, but this is how our, we let him know when yeah. you watch yeah. the episode. Hey, by the way, <laughs> he, yeah. he's on our list. Um, Pick up your phone. But I, yeah, but I was very interested in in, in how it uh, the love for tequila. Like now, I know it's a family oriented. Yeah. Uh, your grandfather, you know, yeah, Eddie Agave. So. I, I wasn't sure if it was just like a Jesse loving tequila kind of thing. And it's just, just loving it. <laughs> just, just, no, you know, but for because of Elliot and before we get to Elliot, Jesus, I drunk dialed you a couple weeks ago. I apologize. Oh. I apologize. That was like me I want to hear the voicemail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> I, I asked for something, but sorry. Well, but well, no, did, he, no. did he send the but picture? No, yeah. he didn't. He didn't respond. So no. I, I, you like, say I, this in your deep voice. I just, yeah. I just, I dropped in the DM, but he didn't respond. Yeah. I, I got left on red. All right. Oh, so wow. on red. I'm red. <laughs> no, no. But you know what? Elliot uh, opened up my, my palate when, yeah. when, when one of my uh, trips at the Guilleria and it wasn't just like having your usual, because when you, when you're, Growing up and you're drinking with your friends, you're yeah. like, oh, Jose Cuervo. 
hey, you got to go with Don Julio. You got to go with your traditional ones or, or the mm-hmm. popular ones, yeah. que digamos, right? But something, he, Elliot, and I'm going to credit to him, is that he opened up uh, a world of Tajona-style tequila. Yeah, man. Which blew me away. Like, so, so, so people that don't know Tajona-style tequila. Right here. Mm-hmm. So picture making a salsa. You can make a salsa in a blender. Okay. Or yeah. you can make it in a... So molcajete, the flavors stick to the molcajete a little bit. You grind it up. It's not so like liquefied. And it's just a more appreciated version of salsa. Yeah. Same thing with tequila. Slowly like crushed with a taona, which is a big volcanic rock from Jalisco. And it's just the artisanal way of doing it. But it has a lot of science behind it, too. The amount of sugar that it has, how it ferments, the way they bottle it. So, yeah, Elliot knew how to do that. And it's a very romantic procedure and how they make tequila. So, uh, but it's an experience thing. And that's the whole thing. Like, how do you talk to somebody about like, what do you like? Do you like sweet? Do you like yeah. cinnamon? Do you want oaky flavor? Cause tequila is very versatile, man. Like yeah. Yeah. they yeah. age this in a, in a bourbon barrel, all the bourbon barrels from Tennessee. So Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, all, they can only use them once to make bourbon. Those same barrels from Jack Daniels and Jim Beam go to tequila Jalisco or go to Jalisco. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. that's what we age tequila in. Okay. So, but you know, you can do a bunch of shit to the bo- to the barrel. You can torch it, get it really dark, and get the char the charry taste. Mm-hmm. You can leave it alone. You can do a bunch of stuff. So it is a it's like it's it's I think it's even more versatile than wine. So Elliot knew his stuff. Yeah. And it's a but it's also the experience of that. What do you like? How do you like it? Yeah. yeah. And, and from there on, and then you get to find a tequila. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. That, that's what they. Yeah, no, 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 but but at the same time, it's just I think a lot of people revert to to the the bottles like, oh, this one looks nice, but it could be a piece of shit. There we go. They're sponsors, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They sent us a table, man. man. No, no, but I'm just saying like a beautiful bottle. (laughs) <laughs> that is just not it's not about the juice it's not about what's in it it's about the look no. and the presentation or like 1942 it's about it is good 1940 is delicious right yeah. but it's not 100 <laughs> yeah right but it's <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a status thing so what i try to yeah. do with people with tequila is you and i i went to napa valley for my honeymoon with my wife and the guy that was like doing the tasting was like you can spend a, you, if you like a five dollar bottle or a ten dollar bottle great if you like a 50 great but you there's no right or wrong here mm-hmm. so i try to introduce people to very affordable tequilas that are made the right way and don't have the gimmicky bell or a celebrity behind it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you want good stuff. And you're putting, stuff. you know, that's the same thing with the tacos. Like you're putting something in your body, man. It's yeah. gotta be good. It's gotta be natural, not added flavors. Like there's one called, well, I, I won't keep burning oh, tequila. Oh. I mean, you already burned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Food, so Fuck it. Just throw, it. throw just them all it. out there. Just do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. There's one that has stevia in it. It's sugar. Like, so what the just, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's called oh, Adictivo. Oh, Adictivo. It's a beautiful bottle. It's there twisted it is. up. Stevia. Yeah. <laughs> it's got stevia in it. And it is. Stevia is, na- you know, stevia or stevia is natural, but it's what flavored. So I try to tell people. So you're not like, even having tequila. You're just having the flavor that they put into it. So basically they can pick the worst agaves that there are yeah and then just add just flavor, flavor it and it's, it yeah. tastes the so, same so, so when a not, when a tequila bottle freezes when you put it in the freezer that's not tequila that's I mean, it shouldn't freeze anything with alcohol should, <laughs> you should <laughs> definitely oh, call your local yeah. local guy yeah. local liquor. Yeah. Not freeze. yeah they gave you some other stuff one man. of my yeah. favorite tequilas is uh tequila san matias what do you think about that it's a badass honest. tequila straight uh, up badass yeah. they're yeah. in the black yeah. bottle it's probably 70 bucks it's 
it's t- it tastes like a three hundred dollar bottle of tequila. Yeah, nice. It's a yeah. legit tequila San Matias. Then they have a San Matias Bajona. Yes. Another brand or like an <laughs> off brand for them. Good stuff. But they're like it's a family thing with San Matias, Tesoro de Don Felipe, Fortaleza, G Four. People that have been making it for so long that it's a passion, and right. it's not a you know I love the rock, but you know I don't know why he's making tequila. Like these other five families that have been making it. For a hundred years, yeah, probably do it better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, San Matias is great. So, yeah. Elon Musk is not doing shit right. I haven't tried that one. Just so I couldn't get in. I couldn't afford it. You know? But how much you are you selling it for? Michael, Michael Jordan. Yeah, two fifty. Michael yeah. Jordan's tequila was very good. Really? I enjoy okay. that one quite a bit. I wanted to hate it. Yeah. So I was yeah. like reversed. I wanted to love the Rocks tequila so much because yeah. I, I think the Rock's awesome. And then yeah. I'm like, ah, this isn't that this isn't that good. I don't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. But yeah. then I wanted to hate Michael Jordan's because I'm like, bro, yeah. why, why are you jumping why? in the tequila? And yeah. then I'm like, eh, oh my God, it's actually yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And then it yeah, it just blows your mind. But you have to try it. You know, you have to find yeah, what your yeah. palate. Everyone's yeah. palate's yeah. different. What I, yeah, what I like is different than what Eric likes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, all I can do is push stuff that I know is made properly, that the money goes to people that actually are making the tequila and that you know, when you're buying the celebrity owned brand, it's a lot of the money goes to marketing. Yeah. You know, like now LeBron has a tequila brand, it's called Los Lobos. Oh, what? shit. They better sponsor hey, now that I said their name, man. Hey, LeBron. Hey, LeBron. Hey, LeBron, if you listen yeah. to Tweet them. Tweet them, man. Tweet them. No floor seats. But, you know, so you got to be passionate. And the people that make tequila that I try to promote, yeah. passionate about tequila. Same thing like with our friends from Casa Humilde. They're passionate about making beer. Yeah. And that's what and makes. you could tell in the taste. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell in the taste. Yeah, but the it's details. also, before you drink it, you're already like tasting it. You're like, oh man, these guys are from Durango. They're legit. Yeah. They love beer. And it's an experience before you even take taste it. You're like, it's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. of the vibe that they give off, you know. Yeah. Um it's we we talked about it earlier. It's a recurring theme. It's just uh once you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. other yeah. ambulance. Ambulance. We, we leave ambulance. It, we leave the windows open on purpose because we feel it's part of our scenery. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you um, Just so you know, we're from the hood. Right? Yeah, this it's is 63rd. It's, yeah. it's real. The mean streets of Midway, bro. <laughs> it's downtown Midway, you know. So. I, I want to talk about a little bit of there. Also, maybe if I could about yeah, yeah, your uh, the food menu in Tequileria because I had some carnitas. I forgot what it was. What it was. I went there once. I yeah. love the vibe on it. Thank you. And I had some carnita tacos. I forgot what it was. And it was kind of different. Yeah. And somebody had told me, like, no, no, you got to try it. Yeah. And it was just phenomenal. Duck, I love it. Yeah. 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 So the chef that we had was like French trained. So making a confit is yeah. literally some cooking it in its, in its, in its fat. fat. Yeah. It's, right. So yeah. you can do that with anything. Yeah. So, you know, the chef at the time made it out of duck. And then he made like a cajeta salsa with habanero. <laughs> and it was wow. bomb. And my dad, you know. My dad loved it. People loved it. It yeah. was different. And that's what we wanted to do. Just something different that people would not see every day. But for sure, for a while, people are like, no, what the fuck? Like, how are you making duck carnitas? I don't want that. You know? Yeah. But for us, it was a, it's about that's what we wanted to do to change people's perception on even Mexican food. Yeah. You know, we're we're foodies, I would say. Huge foodies. You have to be yeah. foodies when yeah. you're in the restaurant. Yeah. Business. No, but we love other people's food, too. And we love other people's tacos. Like, yeah. it's, you know, right. we, we're not competing with anybody. We're all in the same like frequency wavelength like we all want there's enough people that like tacos for all of us so we try like rick bayless man like what a g he put mexican food and traditionally people thought mexican food should be cheap yeah like no man we need like some self-worth mexican food should be you know not taqueria food yes taqueria okay generally a little bit less pricey but 
dude, you sh- you know, they're they're making crazy cuts of beef at Suco with Carlos Gaitan or Rick Bayless's place. Like, they Rick Bayless really put Mexican food on the map, and it's a sh- yeah. it's not a shame, but it's a it's great that he did it because it, for some reason we didn't do it. Mexican people didn't yeah. do it. You know, oh, no, no, vale, no, we can't do it because la gente nos va a criticar. ¿Cómo vas a vender una rachera for 25 bucks? Yeah. Well, if it's outside skirt steak and you're marinating and you're doing this to it oh, and you're yeah. slow cooking. And it's yeah. Kobe beef, bro. And it's, yeah, yeah. 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 So we we grew up with that vibe yeah. of loving that type of food. Yeah. And and we tried doing it ourselves in Melrose Park. And we love it, dude. And we're going to keep doing it, you know, yeah. because that we, we, we are worth that type of food there you, yeah, you know I, people I do agree. deserve it and I if agree. they love it great and if not like even um what's it called antojeria there's a, there's a woman chef i forget her name but she's on the north side maybe like by like i'm really bad with chicago yeah but obviously <laughs> it took us like three yeah. hours to yeah. get here i thought she just took a plane from o'hare to midway honestly <laughs> that would have probably worked out better right? i mean honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mi, mi tocaya antojeria okay. okay be chef and she has a plate with lengua and peanut butter it's crazy, oh, shit. but you try it and you're like, okay, this works. It's cool. It's different. It worked. Huh? It works. And it's just different. You know, like, did it work? It worked. But you know, it's about, uh, it's worth the money, man. Like, you know, in our, when our culture should do the stuff like that, we right. should press and if people love it, great. It's not for everybody, but right. our food, you know, right. it can be great and cheap and affordable, but there's also, like, if you want to go get fine dining Mexican food, Upscale. for years, we only yeah. had Rick Bayless and now we have Carlos Gaitan. On the, True. You know the chef in the north side, like so. Yeah. You know, in Melrose Park for us, it was a pleasure to to keep doing it and to keep pressing on forward and doing different things because it's it's fun for us. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know it's about evolving and it's just we, we want to keep doing that because I think it's important to keep pressing the envelope with that. You know, a great evolution from, yeah. from yeah. Estadio to Tequileria to what what it's going to become later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and with that, we we can also go. With the fact that uh, I do uh, remember, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are also somewhat involved with like uh, Taste of Melrose or something like that. Sure. Or Taste of Mexico. or Yeah. So it's the Taste of Melrose Park. Um, you want to tell the story? Melrose Park like? knows yeah. you guys, man. Oh, no, yeah. No, Melrose no, no. Park, oh, man. Melrose you guys got to show some love. Yeah. Melrose yeah. Park's and, home. And we, and we love Melrose Park. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, that's. Yeah. I tell my wife, every time that car is driving and I just like space out, it goes to Melrose Park. Like, it's just <laughs> like, I don't care where I'm at. My car will point to Melrose Park because, yeah, that's home. Yeah. yeah. That's where we grew up. That's where we learned and, who yeah. we are. That's what we. That's badass, you know, we were going to school in Elmhurst, but we lived in Marl's Park. So then it's like, yeah, you grow up with a bunch of Irish, Italian, and then, but then you go home to Marl's and. Then you're living next door to, you know, everybody's Mexican and, you know, from different you parts. Know, and comales, like, you know, and comales is our, you know, that's our bread and butter, man. Like, yeah. that's what we, how we grew up is serving tacos. So yeah. we're super thankful and fortunate that Melrose Park loves us and we love Melrose Park. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean. Yeah. So then like the taste was going the, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the taste was just like, the, you know, everyone in town. The beautiful part about the taste is everyone from town has a booth. It's not always a restaurant. Not everyone has like a restaurant, fa- but families. there's families that have been there for how oh, long? Okay. It's been going on a hundred and something years. Yeah, it's 125, oh, wow. 126 years. And it's the second. Well, it was back in the second largest yeah. food festival outside of the uh, city of like Chicago. Like a family would just go no, and rent. Yeah, so that you'll, you'll space. have a family that lives yeah. on on you know 16th the, and Walton in yeah. Rose Park and makes they, cannolis and they make cannolis. And oh, they only do it once shit. a year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do nice. it for the taste. So it's like that that sense of community uh-huh. was so awesome. Wow. But then we saw something that you know my father saw. It was like you know what? There's there's a lot of Mexican people in Rose Park. And we don't have that many booths. Yeah. So then it's just like, okay, we're selling tacos here, but then it's beautiful that you have cannolis, then you have meatball, then you have this and that. And my dad's like, I want to bring music here as well. 
like give us a shot to have right, mariachi right. on the main stage in the Taste of Marlowe's Park. Yeah, because it was already music, but it was yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like a lot of things that we do al último momento. Yeah. And my dad was, you know, spoke to Mayor Serpico, who's yeah. a great ally for the Mexican community in Melrose Park. Okay, and he said, Sergio, listen, like we're booked. He's like, well, just give me make a space for me, please. Yeah. And my dad, yeah. out of his pocket, paid for mariachi. I forgot Perla de Mexico or something. Okay. Yeah, good mariachi, the best in yeah. Chicago yeah, at the time. Very, very good. Two hours, and we took all of our employees, our family members, to pack it because we were proud of that. Like to have mariachi in Melrose Park, which was a very, it was a very, it was a changing a lot. It was very Italian. Now more Mexican people were moving in. But how do you do it in a respectful way? Because yes, you want to show off your culture, but you don't want to like impose, or you don't want to, yeah. So yeah, yeah. How do you? And then, and then it evolved, and then the next year. And then, if you don't mind me asking, real quick, uh, how long ago was that when your dad initially? Uh, I would say at least. 12 oh, years I, ago I okay 11, shit. So it's been, maybe it's been 14 a bit, yeah. years ago yeah and then it grew and then a year or two later we got a stage a year or two later yeah. we got a whole area now we wow. do a, 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 it's called sabor de mexico instead yeah. of the taste of Maros yeah. park yeah yeah we, we bring uh, uh amazing, people that man. make artisanal clothing everything from mexico we bring right. mariachi vale folclorico from mexico mm-hmm. and in that same week is when we do you know now that it's evolved and grown we take them to millennium park we take them to nashville we take them to vancouver but it started there, man, with two hours that my dad out of his pocket paid for because wow. he knew that we weren't represented and nobody was speaking up. You know, it's I was one, just going to say yeah, that and, it was and, your dad speaking up, man. And, yeah. And, and, and it was just like the mayor, like, hey, listen, we have people already booked. OK, well, are you going to pay for it? Well, do it then. Like it was. Yeah. But, yeah. but but my dad no se queda callado. And he was just like and, and I'm sure he's been said no to some occasions, but this time it worked. Yeah. yeah and we've yeah, had yeah. so we do Noche de Bandas on Friday and yeah. then Saturday we try to get more. Um, like ballet folklorico, mariachi, younger kids that get like a you know stage time. Not traditional. And it, yeah. it's a huge stage, you know. And we've had huge bands play on Friday night too, like you know, very family oriented. Yeah, right. at yeah. least it's free. Free. Yeah. And, and everything that we do on the cultural side, yeah, free. Because wow. yeah, everything. Always. Millennium Always. Park. Huge. Any no that, covers my, at all. Nothing. That's wow. my dad's that's like, number one role. It's, wow. Let's bring art. Let's bring culture. Everybody. Why should they pay for it? And accessible. That's for, awesome. Yeah. And, and then you know the best places that we can possibly get to show off our culture and show off our music Exposed. and our art. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been the evolution that we're going in right now. And, you know, getting a place like a millennium park for a yeah. festival is like, you know, that's we're, crazy. We're, 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 you know, two young men from Melrose park. My dad's from, you know, Juanacatlan Jalisco moved here 17 years old and he's, he's getting millennium park. Yeah. Like, yeah. And when, when I first your, reached, sorry, when I first reached out to David, um, you know, I, I wasn't even aware that you guys, yeah. um, you know, were, were or your dad and you guys were doing the Mexico del Corazón. And I was like in shock. You know, I was like, this is going to be amazing because yeah. um, we could talk about comales. And then yeah. now we talk to Guerrilla and now we're going to be able to talk about the mariachi scene, sure. which is a whole different scene as well. Yeah. From yeah. Obviously, the, the, the usual that we talk about the violence There's something that we're not... Uh, our expertise isn't there. Yeah. I know uh, Jesse is a little bit more involved because his son is uh, plays in the mariachi at school. Oh, nice. Um, but I just think this you guys are bringing some good to the new listeners and people who are watching and, mm-hmm. and the mariachi scene and uh, people that, see, you know, it comes on the timeline on Facebook when, when you guys did have this Millennium Park. Sure. And for them to know that it's free. So whenever it comes back again, be it 2022, whenever yeah. it is, yeah. I mean, this uh, exposure of the culture from your guys' families is amazing Thank honestly you. i mean i think that it's uh uh letting us uh, this is free knowledge <laughs> it's it's a it's lot free of free fucking knowledge, knowledge for, uh, yeah. for everyone for, for us too man yeah, like for, yeah, you know for us like uh, 
my, my dad, like I said earlier, like la perfección existe. So we're working right. on Sabor de Mexico. He's already thinking next year, what are we going to do? Wow. And he, and he doesn't yeah. even include us in that, those thoughts. Maybe yeah, you guys his... are not with him five years down. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's got his thoughts. No, no. Dude, we're yeah, five yeah. years down, who knows where he's at? Because like, <laughs> five years down, he's going to be in Paris, France with a mariachi. I wow. guarantee it. Like, Honestly. Wow. Because that's the mind that my dad has. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. it's... And it's, it's not like he's a he, yeah, well he's not he's not a not that he's not a genius but he's just he figures out a way he, he pushes, and, uh, he pushes a way. and he knows the right people well, not even he finds the right people and he knows that he doesn't know everything but somebody does that's key man and, and then like when he does it he does it for the right reasons or you there know you he's not yeah. doing it because yeah. hey I want to make a, a shit ton of money in France and bring a mariachi right. no, no dude he wants to bring that beautiful culture, culture that we have that beautiful colors, the dancing, the, the yeah. history. He wants to bring that to people. Y si le cuesta, lo paga. He'll do it because he wants, he's proud of what Mexico brings culture I was and say art. That, you know, if, from uh, from the fest, I mean, si es, yeah. if it's up to him, you know, él va a poner el mariachi, mm -hmm. same thing. If it's in Paris, like, yo lo traigo. Yeah. Nomás dame este espacio. Yeah. You know, it, kind of it, así es. And that's how he's done everything, like, 100%. And then we'll figure out the details later. Like, just yeah. give me the opportunity right. to do it, and then we're gonna work it out. I think yeah. that's a G move, bro. That's a G move. Like, no, yeah. give me yeah. the yeah. give me the spot. Yo lo pago. Yeah. Like, no, no. It, yeah. it's a it's a way to make a statement. But at the same time, he's very confident in that statement Any, he's, he's making. Anything know? to push his vision. Like, I mean, he already has yeah. that vision. Yeah. Of yeah. Like, anything yeah, yeah. to like, oh, and, I will pay for it. Just I want this. It's literally about the empowerment of. Not just Mexican community, the Mexican American community, and us and our kids. Like I, you know, when I'm at the Millennium Park event, you look out, you see twenty thousand people. I don't know much about music. Oh. I help organize and I, right. I run that show. I don't know about music, but when you look out and you see twenty thousand people crying or enjoying yeah, something yeah. that you did for yeah. free and for the right reasons, yeah. you can't pay anybody right. any amount of money to make you feel that way. Oh, I think we've cried every year. Yes, oh, dude. I, honestly, Hell like because yeah. like the the show's ending. They sing the song, and you're just looking out to people who are proud yeah. to be listening to that right. at, Millennium at Millennium Park. Park. Millennium, but I, yeah. I think it's a little bit something that you guys don't see, uh, um, and, and it's uh, and I'll do respect, you know, yeah, because sure. you guys yeah. are behind uh, the the scenes and putting a production, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, on my side, what I see is like a little pilgrimage. The the people that get on the train on any train line. From their from their uh, neighborhoods, right? Sure. They make that pilgrimage with cobijas, with with loterias, They have the coolers. They have yeah. everything. They flock to downtown. Yeah. They yeah. they open. They se apartan un espacio, you know, para para comer. Yeah. To have a full day, like like a full day picnic. Yeah. With yeah. their family, with their friends. And I remember, hey, wait, estoy acá, estoy acá. Vete, yeah, you see me, I'm waiting over here, right? And then you, you get to the spot and, you know, the, the place that people are so comfortable going to Millennium Park because there's public bathrooms accessible. Yeah. They, they can bring their own drinks. Yeah. They can spend the whole day yeah. and it's yeah. free. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. And it's free. Now, now, with that being said, I also believe that uh, we, we touched a little bit before. Um, this, this is the generation. You guys watching and listening, you guys have to take full advantage because um, there's a lot less fear now uh back in our parents days I, I don't think it was as easy in their head psychologically to come downtown even if it was free they're yeah. like Ni madre, say, la migra. like it's, yeah. it's one of yeah. those mentalities from back in the day and now uh everything obviously has changed now uh a lot more mexican americans uh it's it's uh 
less fear to go downtown yeah. um, and and have a great time. And this is the time. This is the time where they have to take full advantage of, of um, in a good way, take advantage of you guys, the La, la Familia Suarez, que en mi opinión está ofreciendo una educación gratis de cultura because it's empowerment. I do agree it's empowerment, but it's just... Um, it's the continued knowledge of, of culture because yes. if you guys were not doing it, then who would be doing it? Or is anybody else going to be doing it? And that's almost like it feels like we have to do it because right. we have the opportunity to do it. Right. So if you it's you know if you don't do it, then who's going to do it? And there might be other people that can do it, maybe even do it better. And hopefully they come on board and take over what we've started right. because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we sell tacos. That's our bread and butter. We sell tequila. That's our bread and butter. My dad's converted us into like a like like <laughs> almost like a we can do anything because yeah. Yeah. porque no le tenemos miedo because he's not go. scared of anything. Yeah. But yeah. to have the opportunity and to not do it seems like a slap in the face to every single person that enjoys our shows to not do it. So while we have the opportunity to do it, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. And like my dad was telling me a couple of weeks ago, it's like when I came here when I was 17, it was in the basements of las iglesias, los yeah. parques. Yeah. Eventually, un escenario de aquí, un escenario de acá. And we're now we're at Millennium Park, or we're in Vancouver, Correct. we're we're in front of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Dude. think about that. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I remember when my dad's like, "Hey, I want to in front of Mount Rushmore." Stop it! And we're really? sitting there like, Dude, we're like, "What?" Hey, uh, and he does no cool. drugs, and he does not <laughs> drink. <laughs> so make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine. He, no, yeah. he. Yeah, he's like, wow. I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna take it there. And you know what's beautiful? That exact like trip that that year, he took uh, mariachi and the ballet folklorico to a field. Of potato the, pickers, right? Of potato pickers. Pura raza, so, so pura yeah. raza estaba trabajando. They come, they come in all in for lunch, and he had the mariachi pull up the bus, get ready, and he yeah. brought it to them. Nice. And then the, in the next couple of days, he was at Mount Rushmore. And you know, and then so like if he like, like, and if he talks stops. about it, he cries. Like, and I, I get teary eyed. Like, yeah. it's of course it's beautiful. Yeah. It's in, it's about just being proud of where you're from. And it's about being proud of like a lot of people, like you said, the fear and the fear that they had back in yeah, the day. Man. How about the fear of the last four years? Of course. So yeah. if you can take this mariachi to a field of people that have heard nothing but negative rhetoric about where they're bringing their rapists, they're bringing their murders. Yeah. And you're bringing mariachi with ballet folklorico and their los vestidos to their farm and not for anything other than like making them happy. Yeah. It's it's a vision and stuff that. That's the kind of stuff that why people I think follow my my father's lead on a lot of stuff because yeah. it's that real like connection with people that he wants and that I think he gets a, a lot out of it too. He does do a lot for people, but when you do something for somebody else, it's you're doing a lot for yourself too because that fulfills something inside of you. Yep. And there's no better feeling than doing something for somebody else. You I know? think it it started with one taco man. That you you guys had uh your family had a product that we're proud of. And I think you're, you're, it started with your dad serving his first meal in the restaurant, yeah, yeah. and for him having that joy to see, that some, to see yes. somebody enjoy yeah. it. I think that's where it started. It's very addictive, man. It's kind of like Absolutely. when you go and you get a, uh, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, or in my compadre's case, Starbucks. <laughs> and, uh, I'm fancy. I'm fancy. I'm, yeah, I'm a little bougie myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, me too, man. I was so bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you pay for the guy behind you, and then it's just yeah. addictive, right? Everyone just keeps doing it, yeah. kind of thing. And it's a, um, it's a simple joy. It's a, it's the same joy of uh, 
uh, a fulfillment where I'm like I'm like <laughs> even even you pay for the the next guy behind you but say you know us as musicians or me as a dj rocking you know eight thousand people mm-hmm. and everybody being happy you know at a festival at, at, a, yeah. at a venue yeah and you're like that that's self-gratitude right there no it, it's the best feeling in the world yeah. is yeah. doing something that people enjoy especially that you do and that you put your heart and soul into and the passion like all these people on your podcast have spoken about yeah the passion that you put behind mm-hmm. it we have it and it's we're passionate about doing stuff like that and we've learned it from my, not just my dad because there's my mom too my mom Correct. is you know she runs a non-for-profit that helps an, an orphanage in in mexico 100 kids and that's what we've been doing the longest that's actually the first non-for-profit that my, my family started she yeah. does that eric helps out a ton you know we have 500 people every year go to this event but that's just like it's part of who we are. Like we love doing stuff for other people, yeah. and we're because we're fortunate, man. And we're mm-hmm. and these people are the same people that go to our restaurants or go to tequileria. And that's my dad's main point: is these yeah. people came to us for tacos when they got here from Mexico, and this is where you know they gave us, they changed our lives. Yeah, let's yeah. do our best to give uh, back everything. I you love know, that. let's that's give it awesome. back. Let's make a let's make a difference in other people's lives. And, yeah. and yeah. I think that's such a great thing that we've learned from my father is just. Let's give no, back. And, Let's make a yeah, difference. And our mom, our mom, straight up, oh, like you yeah. know, because one person can't do it alone. Of course. Mm-hmm. And you know, and my dad. All those crazy thoughts go through my mom yeah. first, bro. <laughs> yeah. So imagine yeah. the yeah. imagine the stuff she says, mom, like, "Hey, yeah. 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 chill." Yeah. Like, imagine those. I mean, yeah. he's over I'm here surprised. talking about friends. Like, you know, about Paris. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my my mom is honest. They got a saint. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a saint. I mean, she put up with three boys. Yeah. That grew up. Rough. A little wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, my mama. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear that. Calma tus huevos, Sergio. Calma tus huevos. <laughs> no, I want to hear the ideas that came out when she said, "Calm down." Yeah. My, yeah. my dad said that, like you know, in Mexico there was no opportunities. That's why he came to the United States. He said, then he got here and all he saw was opportunities, and that's why wow. he's opened up a, so many different businesses. And then my mom's like. Sergio, a lot of opportunities. You don't need to take every fucking one because yeah. we own weird stuff and we owned a newspaper for a little bit. We own like, like yeah. because oh, wow. he's just like nonstop, uh, man. Yeah, nonstop. And he just sees like it's just so many different opportunities. Yeah. If, he, if he owns a radio station, let me know. OK, <laughs> Extinct. Yeah. I don't put it. Oh, you guys got a, you guys got a good thing on with this podcast. I think yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, will yeah. be oh, OK. Man. Man. Your dad's going to come around. I would have buy the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my mom's gonna be like, Sergio. <laughs> Sergio, okay. Eh, Sergio. Sergio, están fumando yeah. mota. Están fumando you know, mota y Sergio, no, Sergio, no, no. Hacen drugs. Hacen drugs. Like, she don't care about the it's, 10 beers I've had here tonight, no, but she's like, no, oh, no, no, they no, fumando mota. The drugs no, are yeah, yeah, on the line, yeah. yeah. A mother's love. Oh, man. <laughs> We're talking about your dad's uh, generosity, and you guys shared with me a great story when... um. <laughs> when you guys open talk about it uh or when you know talk about it wow. yeah i think it was opening day correct yeah, it was and um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to talk about it uh which is uh something that just uh opened this year in may the yes. pandemic mm-hmm. year oh shit um, really yeah, yeah. A, yeah. Pandemic. a pandemic so, wait, restaurant yeah. other than pandemic rules we <laughs> got a pandemic restaurant yeah yeah um <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about talk about it. That's uh, that's kind of you guys, both of you guys' creation. Is your dad's also involved Very with much, the, yeah. everything that yeah. that that's going on? Honestly, that creation, all everything that gets created or run in the restaurants is my brother and my dad. Okay. I mean, honestly, they are geniuses <laughs> in being able to 
Talk to employees. Like, wow. You guys are recording this, <laughs> right? Use this shit. No, I'm gonna make fun of him after we leave from here. We got a long drive home. We got, we're at midway. We got like yeah. eight hours. Wait, wait, you told him to talk. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. No, no, no but call me a genius. Hey, I'll take this, no, dude. For business, for business, it's incredible the mind that they have. It's incredible. Thank and you. then you know, it's we we make a good team because I'm very much like my mother. I do okay. a lot of stuff at the office. I'm I do the taxes. I do the numbers. I do stuff like that. So like when they when you talk about what created it, I mean it's their minds and their David has some crazy thoughts too. Right. You know, and then it's this just help, like this helps. So so like they, they just create this like you know, they were talking about it. They were they were thinking. No pun and do, intended. No pun intended. <laughs> and me and my mom just listen and let let them to go at no, it, and figure it out, create something cool. We'll just figure, let us you know. know. Yeah, just let us know what to do, and you know. But no, it's it's the the, the whole idea between on on talk about it was something that I think got created because we started let's talk about it, and we trademarked that. Yeah. You know, and okay. it was it was huge because then we had Taco Tuesday. And that was part of your like your marketing at Comales, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then David just and my dad just took off with, hey, let's create this outside and let's create, let's put a truck inside the building and let's create an let's actual make- truck. Yeah, actual, like, you tell that an actual one. Taco you guys, truck. Wait, yeah. What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope my dad watches this because I've never <laughs> said this to him, but I know that he spent like hundreds of hours of manpower to find this. Because I said, Dad, like we can literally, I don't know how to build anything, but I said, people can build this out of fiberglass. I can't do Ikea either. Yeah, I don't do Ikea. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't tool. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I got a cough right to build nice shit. <laughs> yeah. That's me. So, I, my dad just said, No, Mijo, no, it needs to be authentic. It needs to be legit. We need to find a truck. <laughs> okay, pops. Okay. And then a week passes. No, no, no. Pues, uh, and he would move it to different like people. Like, okay, Nietzsche's going to do it. No, Hector's going to do it. And he, we, couldn't, we couldn't find the fucking truck. But he wanted a legit truck that looked like a taco truck to be inside of the building. Oh, shit. And eventually, he's like, Miko, don't worry about it. We're not going to spend that much money. We're going to find it. So then I forget about it. And then I eventually found out. So then we find the truck. They get it. It's awesome. It's like an almost looks like an old UPS truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they cut it down the side. What? We got a badass guy from uh, Michael Serda from, from Milwaukee, a beautiful like artist. Hand painted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super talented. But for sure, I was like, hey, dad, you know, he wouldn't give me the straight answer. But I then <laughs> eventually figured out it was like 300 hours or 200 hours of people trying to find this truck because my dad. Was it found here? It was like in a junkyard somewhere, but oh, and it was still yeah. ran, so we could still drive it, but it was like barely driving. But it's just being authentic and being for real. Like even when we opened Tequileria, okay, we're gonna get these barrels. Oh, yes. like, Dad, we'll just order these fake like these. Bar- no, no, no. I want oh, real bourbon authentic barrels. Authentic barrels. Yeah. Oh, wow. The art in Tequileria. Uh, artist from Jalisco yeah. came in, painted every. My dad is very traditional, and he he likes doing things and and supporting people that do things the right way. This truck was crazy that we did it i mean just to get it in the building they had to cut it like multiple times oh, wow. but it, it <laughs> but it's legit it's a 3d truck you can sit in it my kids go there and they, like they, they love going to talk about yeah. it because you can open the sliding door you jump in you sit on it mm. and that's sometimes what we forget as mexican Americans. like oh let's just take it like we can build it no 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 yeah. i want to do it like the super old school find it i want to i want to uh, cut you want authentic authentic and you yeah. and, and that's and i think it 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 translates to people. People see that and they're like, oh shit, like this is different. Like, yeah, you can have, you know, a facade of something that looks like something, or you right. can have the real truck inside yeah. your building. <laughs> so it was, a, but it wasn't just me and That's my dad. It was a lot and, of and people. That, and that created, talk about it. Yeah. The vibe. You know, you the know, vibe of that truck. That truck was the main yeah. thing, was the main component we wanted in this, in this <clears> restaurant. Yeah. Because you wanted people to walk in 
and go, wow. Yeah. They're, you know, like you can tell if it's a fake truck, but yeah. But when you walk in to talk about it and yeah, like, hopefully you guys can visit once COVID's all over and walk in yeah. Yeah. and you just walk in and holy shit, that's a, that's a it's huge truck. truck. Yeah, truck. It's huge, yeah. yeah. And I can sit yeah. in it and move the steering wheel. You that's know? So crazy. Like, so the whole gonna, vibe is just We're going to do the next walk pod inside Dude, the truck. Inside oh, the truck. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, so it's cool. Awesome. No, and, and it sets the expectation. Like, it's a taqueria. It's a taco. Like, we, we don't yeah. sell gourmet tacos that talk about it or los comales. We are authentic sesos, tripa, barbacoa, carne asada, buche. Tradition. Suadero. Shit that you can, that's what you get on the streets in Mexico. Right. That's what we want to sell. Authentic street food. I talk about it and the truck helps kind of yeah. encapsulate that you know and so, that, yeah. so ahead, sorry man. to interrupt no, 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 but, no. but this talk about it is where where in Addison Illinois or where where well, is it at it's your hometown yeah, so. you know that's where I live <laughs> yeah. shout out Addison Illinois right? yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but how, how do you guys uh, educate so we had Elliot Educating tequila. Who's educating the tacos de suadero to Addison people? You Luckily, know, to teamwork. <laughs> Luckily, there's Netflix and these Taco Chronicle shows and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you can see the boom when like those Man. shows when those came shows out. Come yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have an impact. On yeah. yeah, you know we're not digging the barbacoa underground like they do in Mexico, but mm. we're doing it pretty similar with it's a different. Doable. Yeah, no, but you, but definitely people are every day get, getting more educated on what they put in their body, what they drink, what yes. they eat. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I keep going back to the guys from Casa Media, like they know everything that goes in this beer. They know what the quality of it is and the pride that they put behind it. The same shit with our tacos. Like we know every single thing that we do with that and we're proud to sell it. And to have somebody consume something that you make, you have to be very proud of what you're putting in somebody's body, man. Like it's yeah. not, it's no joke. So um, that's the way that we kind of take on the restaurant, you know, in, in Addison, they've been great to us, man. And honestly, they've welcomed yeah. the vibe. Like Eric said, hopefully we can have people inside soon. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing was created for people to walk in and get that wow factor, yeah. you know, the but then truck yeah. now it's like, yeah. shit, they can only go through the drive-thru. Yeah. You know, it's like. They're no longer going to want to come inside. Yeah. Is that a fucking <laughs> truck in yeah. there? Yeah. No, but no, there's people on the drive-thru taking pictures yeah. inside. You know, they know it's there. No, and then you, and then you educate. My dad, I remember the first days that we were there giving out the free tacos. That's what we, I think the, yeah. the, the initial oh, yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, so the yeah. first day, my dad's like, it's a taco Tuesday. We're ready to open. I can't read mañana, and I'm like, Dad, shit, like, how the how are you gonna open tomorrow? Like, oh, literally, I can't <laughs> read mañana. Mañana, and I'm like, Dad, well, we're not ready to sell. He's like, I can regalar. It's oh. COVID. People, people need food. Yeah. People want to try our food. Let's let people know what's up. That's where I was going. Like, he he wanted then, to sell the whole day. You told yeah, me. And yeah. I, and then he, then he was just like, no, but we'll awesome. do it for free. Yeah. And it was just a such a nice thing because people at that time it was you know like you're two months into COVID. Yeah. People are. Everybody's suffering, not yeah. just the restaurants, and all, but people like real in people general. in general, yeah. like yeah. not understanding what's really going on with COVID. Correct. And you go, you do it, you put it on Facebook, it goes kind of viral. And then you get like, I think we served 537 cars in a two or three hour span. Shit. And we fed, so we fed not just, each car had two or three people in it, maybe four. Yeah. So we fed thousands of people just to, just to be like, let's start. And it wasn't just marketing. Honestly, it was out of my dad's, like the what's right. what's better than starting and like that was his part like yeah, it, this giving, whole thing yeah, like I want to yeah. I want to help out no yeah, yeah and you and it and it's like it's it, it comes back around man and that's not yeah. the intention that we do anything but it's what I've learned in you know twenty years of working for my dad you do it out of the goodness of your heart and then eventually it comes back to you and it's it's for real I right. I didn't believe it when I was younger he would give stuff away and I'd be like 
Oh shit. Why? Dad, why are you doing that? Yeah. She wasn't even pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's three in the morning. It's not even pretty. Why why her table? No, or we would why? give or you know, un amigo, no, pues hay que regalarle esto a la iglesia. And I'm just like, damn, dad, like we just give away three thousand dollars in a taquiza. Yeah. And he's like, Mijo, no te fijes. And I was I'm so fijado, just like you said, you're curious. So am I. And I'm like, shit, especially when it's money for the family or money for for everybody that's how we that's how we make a living yeah and then eventually you would start seeing you get like jobs from the same people that you used to give money you're used to give food for free to or events and sponsor stuff and it comes back and we me and Jose were talking about this yesterday when you start to talk about it like it, it's good to do it people sometimes get turned off by doing stuff for free right mm-hmm. especially in the beginning because yeah you're starting off and you and it's but it comes back around the majority yeah. of the time yeah. and I wasn't a fan of it when we started but you see the value in it the older you get. And if you do it for the right reasons, we're not trying to, it's not with like gancho. It's like, dude, we yeah. do it because we want to do it. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And the people are so malacostumbrated to say, well, what, what's the catch? What's the catch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, you it, got those questions when you're, because yeah. yeah, we were outside, what, five hours? Yeah. Sure, we can take these yeah, f- It was, dude, it was like five hours. People are like, no, 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 here, here. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Like, here, do, and do I have to buy a drink with this? Yeah. Do I have to do, and right. you're like, and it's different. Like Eric was saying earlier, like Addison's different than Melrose, different than Elgin, different than, you know, Todos son different. Midway, yes. yeah. wherever we are right now. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure this is Indiana, <laughs> Kentucky. No, we love, no, there's a lot of probably comales out this way too. There, there is. It, yeah. There is, yeah so, there is. But for there's us, like yeah, like, you know, it, it's a cultural thing, man. And we keep, and you, you keep learning like these cultural little like nuances that are like, yeah, people son like, like, they don't believe stuff. If you're like, like, you know, you get this eye, like the side, I like, yeah. well, what are you trying to do? Like, what, okay, what, like, what's wrong yeah, with yeah. the tortilla? Yeah. What's yeah, wrong yeah, with yeah, oh, yeah. You, oh, the, the <laughs> food's going bad, right? Going like, bad. No, yeah. dude, it's like, real meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but it's interesting because we didn't, we didn't grow up that way. Yeah. I didn't know that side. Maybe there was, but we didn't see it the way right. that we grew up. And yeah. then you see it when you're older, you're like, Nah, dude, I'm just doing this because this is how right we want to do, do it. Yeah. Right, right. That's yeah. what I From you guys, it was genuinely just yeah. no, giving it. And from my dad, who does know those yeah. malicias or, you know, he's, you're going to, people te van a criticar for everything. No matter yeah. what you do, you can give somebody money. Oh, you give them 500 bucks. Por que no les dieron mil? Like, why are they in twenties and not hundreds? Right. But that's, <laughs> but, but that's true. But that's the number one so, yeah. so that's just the thing. You just, you do things for the right reasons. You can't change what their opinion, what they're going to say. So you do it for the right reasons and hopefully yeah. it goes the right way. One good thing I took out of it when we gave away food was being able to talk to everybody. Yeah. Because you know, I think that's all people from Addison in the, the, you know, the suburbs around there. Yeah. And you're giving, you know, you go up to the car and you have your 10, 15 seconds of being able to interact with someone from there, you know, and, yeah. and you talk it's to It's like a new neighbor. And, You're the new yeah, neighbor. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people are excited for you. They give you a dollar bill that they sign. Yeah, their first customer. Luck. Oh, nice. His name's, I'm going to shout him out, Carlos Rosado. Yeah. Okay. First customer. Which and he made, nice. Yeah, and he made it a point. I'm going to sign the first $20 bill. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you. I want you to hang it up. And I said, listen, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it to my staff as yeah. a tip. And I didn't, and I just said that. I just, get, I told him. He put it up on a page and it got like yeah. thousands yeah. of likes. Like, oh my nice. God, I, but the same, like the same thing. Like, we we do it. For, we don't do it for that reason. Like, I gave it to my staff because they they busted their ass that day. Yeah. But the so, you know, you, there's great people that you meet along the way, and there's shitty people that you meet along the way. But at the yeah. end of the day, man, like, you do things for the right reasons. It, it's gonna come back yeah. the positive vibes yeah. for you. You know, like they say, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. There you, you go. You know, and yeah. it's it's just yeah. be kind because if everyone just gives a little bit of that no, kindness, no man, it'll keep nada. going. Nada, no nada. Nada. I mean, you know, it's just no. Y te van a criticar. 
regardless. Regardless. Yeah. So just do what you want to do, man, and do yeah. what makes you happy. Might as well make some day, somebody's day, you know. <laughs> so. Um, I made a bold prediction yesterday. I I, I talked to Jesse last night, and uh, I I pretty much said that in the next maybe decade or so, you guys will be the uh, Mexican version of the next Golden Arches. Like I just feel like going to Addison was a huge move in my my perspective, because just like you're introducing mariachi, you're introducing this this this. El taco, el famoso taco is going to Addison. Not that there's not more taquerias, right? Yeah. But you guys are already coming with, with all that experience. You guys with, are going to uh, have like a you. golden flauta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Edit that out. Right I edit that out. I'm writing that down. Keep it Royalties. I told Jesse, we got we to gotta come up with something uh, as far as like the golden arches for you guys. But, yeah. But I, I just think that you guys are, are, that's the potential move out there. I just think it's... uh. It's gonna be the the household name out there, and 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 yeah. that's uh that's for me it's uh a mí me da mucha alegría porque este again you're you're introducing even if it's just a regular taco, I appreciate that you just said like you know people watch this Netflix and it's true because even Netflix is such an educator to people that are like just uh not living on the rock but no sabiendo yeah. pues la cultura del taco yeah, they just yeah. go and fucking go to Taco Bell or whatnot yeah. so now I I, I just I think you guys are, are onto something. You guys been onto something. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and and that's a beautiful move out there in Edison. I wish you guys a lot. We're gonna go out there for sure. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Love to have you. Love to have you. And for us, honestly, it's uh, we like I said when you do things for the right reason. And yeah, we want to introduce our style of taco yeah. because you know when people showed up to talk about it the first time. Oh hey yeah, but you guys put lettuce and tomato on it. Like no, and you do have to educate. And my dad, yeah. I remember the first couple of days, like there was a couple of people that didn't even know what a taco really was. Like there you go. Yeah. So for us, you know, I I hope we can always control whatever we have as a family and bring on people that see the same vision because we always want to have this, this social side of what we do too. Mm-hmm. You know, these restaurants are great. That's why how we make a living. But the social side and these events and this culture that we also promote, I hope that we can maintain that too. Yeah. And that's what our job is. You know, my our parents are getting older. Um, we have the best mentors that you can possibly have. People can uh, risk everything. Mm-hmm. To to come over a fucking border to a country they didn't know, yeah. and to give us an opportunity like we have now to do something like a talk about it is invaluable. And it's like it's so it, it's un compromiso that we have. I think Eric, myself, and I hope a lot of the people that work with our family to do something great and to hopefully open up a bunch of these, you know, and that people enjoy it and we stay true to the tradition of el taco, cebolla, cilantro, salsa. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes do funny stuff like we've done, like the la rosca or the heart shaped torta, oh, stuff man. like that. But but <laughs> heart shaped torta, yeah. bro. It's been a tradition, and for me, uh, you know, uh, these past two years, I've always for Valentine's Day, yeah. I've always had. Thank you, man. Uh, oh, uh, nice. You know, the, I've always gotten gifted from my girlfriend oh. uh, the the torta. Yeah, and I'm like you went all the way to Bellas Park. Yes, of course. Please yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but, uh, yeah, it's right to, around the corner. Yeah. But, yeah. but to add to the, to to your dad, I, I don't I don't think he's ever gonna stop. You know, because he has this mindset where he's gonna be 80, 90, 100 years old. Why would you retire from something you love doing? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, not work exactly. for him. It's, it's not, not work for You know, him. now like, I see him trusting not just us, but other people more and more and more. And you have to. Because if not, te pues, te quedas con todo el peso de todo. Yeah. yeah. You got to trust your team. You got to trust, you know, your, his kids. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure, you know, it's crazy because you know, they used to change our diapers. Regañadas. Fucking, you know, so it's it's a weird dynamic. It's a dip, But it's like the best dynamic to work with your family. 
because yeah. it is something that's beautiful. Like you're, we're carrying on a, a legacy sounds like a big word, but it's, it, you were carrying on their legacy and something that they started that we can't take it for granted. And not just us, but like all the people that they employ, that we employ, like we can't let them down either. So no, it's family. You no, know, for us, it's yeah. family. No, yeah. and it's legit, yeah. especially during all this COVID stuff. Yeah. Like you have, we appreciate these people so much more. And you, and it, this whole year slowed everything down. I'm sure for for everybody. Yeah. Well, you think about this stuff, and you're just like, man, like you just appreciate everybody more, and like you know, family, friends, your health. Yeah, everyone's role is heightened. Heightened, yeah. and you're yeah. like, I can't. Yeah. Like Coco, my aunt's been with us for twenty, you know, eighteen years, and like invaluable. And so, like, you know, it, it's easy to be sometimes what people might perceive of, a, you know, two sons of somebody that, you know, own something like all the hijos that papi, whatever. But yeah. we've earned our, our our keep with with what we do Absolutely. because we we appreciate every single person that works with us, that that we collab with, because it's just not us. It takes a fucking village, man, to do what yeah. we do. And what, what you guys do too, man, with this podcast, like it's not easy to do what you guys do and stay up late at night and invite people on, but you guys believe in it. You guys are passionate about it. We're passionate about our culture and our culture, music, our food and our family, like in how tight we are, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, thank you, thank you. the podcast comment. Um, but I, I, I want to add that a little to, to your comment. I just think uh, it has a lot to do with perspective, with uh, your dad's perspective. Yeah. Um, and he could have easily not passed it on, and he gladly did. And I think that that was huge. And um, I, pues el negocio está quedando muy buenas manos en mi punto de vista. Right. Thank, um, you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna go back a little bit. Just because I, I do want to give it a little bit more time in Mexico en el corazón. Yeah. Um, because uh, I we, we kind of just yeah we, we rushed, rushed through it, through it. <laughs> and I, I really want to touch yeah. it because um uh that it's technically um no va a haber nada este año que viene que viene siendo el 2021. As far as you know? As far as I know. So, yeah. you know, we're at a point now with what my father does with Mexico and Corazón. He's got a team of people now that do that. Okay. My responsibility is Millennium Park and Melrose Park. Everything else, he's got other, like, you know. So how many cities are you guys? did you guys hit last last tour? 22. Yeah. Ah, so they wow. came up on a bus. Holy. So they started in California all the way up to Seattle, to in, Vancouver. Starts in Jalisco. Starts in, well, they leave Jalisco, but they yeah. don't play. Yeah, yeah. At the end, we got to Jalisco, but. 22 cities. So they go, they literally wow. do a big, it almost looked like a heart actually the way they did it. Okay. And then ended back in Guadalajara, but you know, you're talking Houston, Nashville, Chicago, maybe seven events, Vancouver, you know, to take, to take your culture to Canada. Yeah. And that's what he, that's his, that, man. I didn't, we didn't even, we didn't get to go. Uh, Cause like, you know, he didn't, uh, he didn't and, this was, and this is, yeah, he didn't let us go. Yeah. yeah. That's not the truth. Yeah. Or was it the passport issue? Yeah. Yeah. We can't go into Canada. Yeah. 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 We're, we're not invited back after yeah. that one time yeah. in Windsor. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. shout out Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Winnipeg. The crazy streets of Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, shit. Can't get into that. But um, we'll edit that out. We'll edit yeah. that. Legally, we can't get into the Winnipeg story. So please move on. Thank you. Understandable. Understandable. Oh, but um, so it's it's grown so much, man. Where now he tries to be at every event. And he, and he can't make it to all of them, but we have yeah. these restaurants to run too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Course. So you know, we have four restaurants. So we try not to do the same thing, my dad and I, because we're very similar people. Same thing with my mom and Eric; like they're very similar in the way that what, what their job is and what they do. So we try to split up. So my dad goes, and if he's there, I'm here. 
And then the Millennium Park event, just because I think of la confianza that me and my dad have with big events that mm -hmm. he trusts my organizational skills or my, you know, just organizing an event of that magnitude where we, we keep it tight. But every single comales manager, talk about it manager, tequileria manager, the day of that Millennium Park event, they're working at Millennium Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, all I hands on you, deck. I bet you yeah. yeah. any money, Carlos, uh, you know, Senor Suarez is going to be like, mijo, se va a hacer mañana. <laughs> You're like, no. holy shit, no. it's We had the conversation today. I met with him at 2 o'clock, and I'm like, <laughs> like, like mijo, no te preocupes. Se hace de volada. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> about opening give the, me a heads up. Opening that, the please. indoor, you know, the indoor dynamic. Like, yeah. yeah, just give me like 48 hours. Like, yeah, por lo menos. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, no, but, you know, when you grow up like that, pues, you get thick skin. And, you know, we can uh, we can literally not agree or talk to each other pesado. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and it's like it didn't happen. But because we're trying to do something great. We're trying to do something good for everybody. And sometimes we don't, a lot of times we don't see eye to eye. And I think that's the... The good blend that my father and I have, or that even Eric and I, Eric and I, the last three days, we've been going back and forth Mar over marketing pictures. Over marketing pictures with the, what was it? Oh, the I was mad. He was big man. You guys are talking shit, but he's like, oh, we got to do the walk powder. We got to talk to each other. Yeah. This is the first time we talk in a week. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to jump in? Hey, never mind. Go to the bathroom. No, yeah, you can tell that story. It's, it's, but that's the way we run our business, man. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, yeah, I mean, you argue it out. Like, you know, he put up a post. I'm like, eh. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's your best work. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, that's not gonna fucking create the 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 buzz that buzz that you want. And no, no, no. Watch, you believe? I looked at this and that. No, bro. I I, I don't a think it's good. And, you, and yeah, you argue and you go back and forth on the yeah. tax and stuff. And a but day then, later, twenty views. No, but it, <laughs> no, no, no. I made sure. I, I was did, like texting people like, like this shit, share it. <laughs> but then, but then I came out with the Bernie. Yeah, he did the, the Bernie. The Bernie oh, meme. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie yeah. So I showed him what marketing was about. For, you know, for the day. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. Like you can't do that with uh, somebody that works for you that you pay, because sometimes they turn into like, what do you want to hear? Like they're Correct. like oh they're no yes, oh God, Carlos yeah. you're a genius no Carlos that's a great idea they're yes guys right and I think that's yeah. why my dad appreciates us so I appreciate Eric because we tell each other and we almost <laughs> are like yin and yang there you go you got it back <laughs> you got it back <laughs> any, I you, call them a genius and this is yeah, what I get yeah. has anybody cried on the guac pod because it could be a first Popo Popo cried Popo cried but um oh did he yeah yeah well a tear came out that's all you need that's all you need but that's like that's the beauty of working with a like a family member family members that it is it takes a while to get like the thick skin because. It, everything's mixed. It's never just family. It's it's we we have a our meeting. It's corny, but it's called fan bus. Family business. Fan bus. Okay. Because yeah, every single ass. time that we meet, it's about both. You know, you talk about your kids. You talk about hey David, pusiste pedo noche, and you listen to mariachi all night, texting your mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then you talk about like okay, we got the heart shaped torta coming up. We have this coming up. Right. And it's never going to be one or the other. You can't turn it off. And when you yeah. own, you guys own businesses. When you own a business, you're on 365, 24 seven. Absolutely. And that's just what it is. 25, eight, actually. Yeah. 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 So for us, it's it's a blessing. It's not always easy to work with your family. And, but it's 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 worth it. And yeah. it's, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's, and, and we can motherfuck each other 
the whole day. <laughs> but I'll go I'll go home with him and we'll play with the kids. And it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think that's so yeah. hard to do with family businesses. Because yeah. you see so many times family business people kind of like hate well, each other. Well, afterwards. they always say that you can't mix with a family with yeah. business. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? My, you know, yeah. my, my mom is kind of that glue that kind of like yeah. brings everyone together. Awesome. And yeah, she'll dad. see me and my dad will beef about something and then she'll text me separately or call me. You know, you know like it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a different dynamic. Say sorry, mijo. Yeah, no, mijo, ya tu papá lo que te quería decir cuando te dijo que eres un pendejo. He meant to say I love you. Like he says I love you. He really means I love you. But it, it's it's the hardest of times, but it's it's the best of times, and it's honestly it's he did call me he called me that happened today. He called you know yesterday, and then today my dad's like hey mijo, and my dad never would do this probably years ago. We were talking today at two o'clock. We had a meeting about a bunch of stuff the comales and talk about it. And he's just like, "Hey, mijo, ayer en el chat te te dije pendejo." <laughs> y la, la verdad me siento muy mal. And I'm just like, "What?" Yeah. Like I had forgotten about it. Already. Like, like fuck you, but we were we were talking shit back and forth about a post that I did that didn't you know right. you know we're it's pandemic season. If you're not selling right now, like it's okay to do funny posts like the Bernie Sanders one. And but yeah. if it doesn't translate into money, sometimes plus you're a little anxious, you know. And yeah. he was anxious, and I get it. But it was funny, like it's everyone's so like like introverted now, like with thinking with all this COVID stuff in your home. And I was like, Dad, no sweat, man. Like I doesn't bother me at all. You've called me a pendejo for fucking 35 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't don't worry. This, this, this wasn't the one this is what the straw that don't worry. Yeah. Talking that, about the, yeah. the 22 cities, man. How many yeah. cities did you guys physically go though? Uh, here, dude. So for years we used to do seven cities in in uh Illinois. I did all of them. So I, at one point, I was in charge of all seven cities in Illinois. There's a lot of, there's more than seven cities. No, in seven, Illinois. seven. No, we, yeah, I'm from the suburbs. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Evanston City, uh, City, Cicero Evanston City. City. <laughs> oh my God. We went to Rockford City. No. But yeah, we're from Melrose Park, man. All right. But no, but we used to go to seven suburbs and do it. And then, you know, I think their big event was the Taste of Melrose Park. And then yeah. it evolved and it transitioned into, okay, now Millennium Park's the biggest one. Dude, in, in, I try not to get involved when I'm not asked to get involved because there's other people that can do it well too. Right. So I do the ones that my dad asked me to because I got two little kids. We have a bunch of restaurants. Yeah. I have other things on my plate. But yeah. when he asked for something, was oh, well, well, you got to do it. Yeah. 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 I really don't think we don't travel as much. And, we we help with the whole like, you know, like little things that he'll ask us to do. Yeah. But to travel to like to yeah. California. Um, travel yeah. to you know Las Vegas stuff like that. We we yeah, he really doesn't invite us that. to the Vegas one, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is fucking shady, bro. I know shady. there's something going on. In shady. Vegas, man. And I'm like, we're, hey, we're, we're also not invited to Vegas anymore. We can't go into Vegas anymore. Just like Winnipeg. <laughs> so like. I'm like, Eric, is Vegas in the United States? Yeah, it is. Dude. What the fuck? Why is that Wow. But no. So at at this point, we we get involved with the things that he asks us to right yeah. before was everything but he it, as things go on we bring on more people to the team yeah uh them, we, we try them. to professionalize it more like right. that's not my forte it's the, the little grit that we have to do things right but that's not my forte i didn't go to school for it i didn't you know right so we do our best but there's definitely people that can do it way better yeah. But luckily, when it's like a show, like at the Millennium Park, we got twenty thousand people. It's like, all right, every all hands on deck. Every yeah. manager, every person that you trust, because it's a big undertaking, and yeah. and it's un compromiso pesado to give twenty thousand or whatever. Even if it was a thousand, it's a lot of people. Yeah. To yeah. do anything, it's a compromiso that they chose you to go to your event to go enjoy it. 
and you got to put on a fucking show, you know. So, and we're gonna do the walk pod at Millennium Park when they do Mexico. Dude, you, you guys, should, no, you guys <laughs> should be at the best. And the same, it's, it's the same thing, man. Like you guys, you know, are season two. It's the same yeah. thing, man. The evolution of this. It's the first Mexican podcast with, with I've heard or seen. Uh-huh. So you guys are doing something different and awesome, yeah. and people obviously like it. You guys keep doing it. So hopefully, yeah, man, or on downtown on Michigan Avenue having a fucking office. Like, why not? Why not? Yeah, Honestly, why not? Why not? Yeah, in exactly. five years, why not see exactly. yourself there? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Exactly. I can't wait when we have a lunch with, uh, you know, the, the chain of 10 restaurants. Of, yeah, uh, talk exactly. about it. Talk about I mean, it. anything can happen, right? No, yeah. and you know what? the beauty of it. It is. And, you know, it's that's the goal, you know, like keep yeah. growing and keep doing things that people like. If people like it, then why not? Why like, not? You know, yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? Mike, Jesse? Give me some uh, last words here. Man, bro, you know what? Uh, talking to you guys, uh, just it's more than, than I expected, you know, because you guys, uh, uh, your, your dad, una buena persona, una, una chulada de persona, and siendo de Jalisco is a bigger plus. But aside from you guys being um, not just iconic, well, you guys are far more that because you guys started with comales. Tequileria is an iconic thing. Mexico en el corazón is an iconic thing. And then now you're building that Taco Body brand that's on its already way to being iconic. You guys are fucking awesome, man. Oh, I appreciate it, Jesse. <laughs> you Thank guys you so are much. fucking awesome, man. It's it's beyond iconic. What where where you know it's gonna be a household name. Everything you guys are doing is always household names, man. That's that's very appreciated from my uh, from our behalf that you guys are in the walk pod and i i feel like i have the honor of having you guys here man so thank you so much um i think it's a great story to hear you know like you said about your father like if he kind of i don't say battled but kind of went came over here to do something and to have his visions come out and you know do something and then have his kids can be like hey if you're not gonna do anything you know do something like you know yeah and I think it's great to hear that side of the story. And great to hear, you know, even people just say like, oh, Comales is just, you know, just a restaurant. <coughs> like there's something else you know, on, the, on the other side mm-hmm. of the stories. And to hear, you know, the, the estadio side, you know, the tequileria side, and just, a, you know, a place that I've been before <laughs> and hear those, uh, you know, those details of even just the barrels and be like, no, that has to be authentic. Yeah. And then talk about it. Like, no, you can go another way, just paint a fucking taco truck. And, yeah. you know, but no, it's just to be about details and, you know, following your father's visions and be like, follow through with it. It's, it's a great story, you know, I think. And I, I thank you guys for coming through and, you know, telling that story, that side about that side about it. Yeah. Um, um, and one more adding, oh, sorry. Ahead, sorry. Shout out to my boy, Gil Martinez, uh, for introducing me to El Estadio. Because when we were there, there at the stadio shooting billies and I didn't know nothing yeah. about pool, we Absolutely. were there on Melrose Park, and that was my first time I had a charola de 40 tacos. How about right that? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> you eat them all? Uh, <laughs> a <laughs> second tray. <laughs> a lady never tells. <laughs> but a shout out to Gil, man. Hell Love yeah. you, brother. El culpable. Yeah. Este, thank you. First of all, I just want to thank you guys um, for coming on. It was an awesome time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit uh, in a good way overwhelmed as far as uh, the amount of information and uh, accomplishments that you guys have. Um, and I really, really do hope that people that are watching it, um, you know, visit everything that you guys have going on. 
I really do believe that you guys are going to be the next Mexican Golden Arches. Um, and my invitation for another podcast in the future is sincere. So I hope to see you guys here. You. Um, the one thing that I keep thinking about is like, you know, your dad's story coming coming uh, to the United States, it's kind of like a lot of our parents' story, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the fact that he decided to speak up, the fact that he decided to go more with a yes than with a no, uh, the fact that at the end of the day, what I got out of it, other than him being obviously generous, um, it's it's uh, it's the kindness that, that started there. Uh, and then the glue, which is a very keystone to everything, which is your mom, because it's yeah. not just your dad, it's, uh, yeah. it's your mom. Yeah. And then... Like I said, it's um it's very easy to to not pass things along, but love and 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 kindness is is very easy because you transmit it, right? You don't teach it, and that you guys have it, and you guys are offering it, and it's gonna it's gonna keep going for the next you know tons of years, hopefully, with the next generation of the Swadis. And um, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys for dropping this great knowledge. Um, I want people to go and check you guys out. Um, the the Mexico and Corazon, the talk about it, Tequileria. Hopefully, we'll reopen. We'll go to all of those as well. Yeah. Uh, and I want to thank you guys. Thank you very uh, much. I know that uh, everybody can check them out. We're gonna put the links on for these guys. Yeah, everything well. that they have going on. Muchas gracias. Les encargamos que se queden para escuchar este los sponsors de este episodio. Somos mi compitas. Sáquenla para que apeste la pura positiva, viejones. El Wattpad. Este episodio está patrocinado por nuestros compotas de Casa Humilde Cervecería, cerveza artesanal mexicana, y son del que van los pelados. With a variety of 13 different flavors to choose from, Casa Humilde is located in the District Brewyards, 417 North Ashland in Chicago. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and like their page on Facebook at Casa Humilde Cervecería. To check availability near you, go to www.casahumildechicago.com and make sure you check out their store locator. Ahí nomás le mete su zip code and the nearest store will pop up automatically. Casa Humilde Cervecería. Stay humilde. Bye. Farmers Insurance. For all your auto, home, life, business, and trucking insurance services, hit up our boy Ricky Mena at Farmers Insurance at 773-216-3060. Ask Ricky if he can save you some money. Again, 773-216-3060. Farmers Insurance. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. This episode's powered by The Moya Group. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, hit up our good friends Kelly and Sergio at the Moya Group, powered by KW Infinity, specializing in first-time home buyers and programs for ITIN, DECA recipients, and credit as low as 580. For more information, go like their page on Facebook at the Moya Group, or feel free to reach out at 708-655-4994. Again, we highly recommend the Moya Group, making dreams come true, one home at a time. This episode's powered by Miche's La Curva, a handcrafted Miche mix with all natural ingredients, ready to mix into your favorite cerveza or mixed drink recipe. For orders, reach out to at Miche's La Curva on Instagram and Facebook. When you buy two bottles of Miche mix, mention El Guacpod and you get a free 8-ounce spicy candy. This offer is valid until April 2021. This episode's powered by AMG. Aguacate Music Group is your one-stop shop for all your music needs. Cuentan con servicios de música en vivo, DJs, iluminación, pantallas, 
photo booths, todo lo que necesitas para tu próximo evento. For all of our musicians out there, they also offer graphic design, photo shoots, live videos, and rehearsal rooms. Go like them on Facebook at Aguacate Music Group or on Instagram at Aguacate Records. You can call and book your next session at 773-301-9083. This episode is brought to you by Nana's Sweets and Flowers. At Nana's Sweets and Flowers, they offer a variety of handmade sweets and floral arrangements to your preference. Their products are customized for your event from every flavor and color to make your special occasion memorable. They're located in the northwest suburbs of Chicago and delivery is available. Place your order now for that special occasion and become part of the Nana Sweets and Flowers family. Make sure to follow them on Instagram and like their page on Facebook at nanas.sweetsandflowers. They are now taking orders for Valentine's Day. All orders do require a deposit. Also, when you do place your order, mention El Guacpod and receive six chocolate-covered strawberries for free. Offer valid till 4-20-21. 